Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on the show. This week in the living room, it's the usual suspects. That would be Christopher Stanton, Jimmy Skinner, Mark Cowell, and myself, if you are new to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this week, we argue who would be the best pick for prime minister. What movie character would we pick that we think best embodies the qualities of a leader to lead our nation, our great white north, Canada? Uh, so the premise was pretty simple. Act as the campaign manager for your pick. Uh, what slogan would you use on all the marketing? Uh, what are the things that you would change in Canada? Would you enact new laws? Would you get rid of old ones? Uh, would you what 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 uh, what side of the aisle does your character lie on? Are they liberal? Are they conservative? NDP, Green Party, or Bloc Québécois? For for anybody listening south of the border, uh, those are our five political parties in Canada that all argue every four years to lead our nation. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So, uh, oh, um, sponsors. We're getting some requests. We're talking to people. But if you are looking right now to sponsor a podcast in Winnipeg, uh, contact us. Contact myself, Michael, at therealdebaters at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-E-L, debaters at gmail.com. We can talk to you about pricing, scheduling, all that stuff. So if that's something that's on your list for advertising this year in 2020, please feel free to contact us. Uh, nothing about the toad yet. We don't know when the dates are for the reopening. So we'll, we'll let you know about that once we, once we hear from them. So without further ado, I'll cue the reel and you enjoy the show. from him as a kid to yeah. it's not good it's rough yeah it's he will it's not be crazy. returning to the disney plus show ah, <laughs> yeah no reboots <laughs> Which they reboot. have, yeah they have announced with emilio's back yep but he will not be taking part in the goal which is great because jimmy and i called this a few months ago that we really should did do a uh a mighty ducks reboot we have re- recorded that we, we do so this. we can sue <laughs> yep agreed. we can sue someone else for their copyright <laughs> this was our idea <laughs> Although we said Joshua Jackson should be the coach. Yeah. But then we were like, still Goldberg. <laughs> still Goldberg. Not, not now it's no Goldberg. No Goldberg. <laughs> now it's in memory of Goldberg at the end. I think being the inferior goalie is clearly taking a light or a toll on his life now. Yeah. Didn't he get the boot kind of in the second one? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the world's, um, the against, world's the, against the uh, evil finish or whatever it was. They just didn't know. Lily Serbeski? <laughs> was it Lily, Lily something or other? Was it her? I think it was her. She was the goalie for the Finns. Sobieski? Sobieski, yeah. Glass House Girl is who I'm thinking right. of. Glass House Girl. Yeah. You don't remember the Glass House? No. All right. Don't throw stones? No? Okay. No, was she also in Joyride or was that someone else? Didn't see that either. Because <laughs> that was Paul Walker or a Paul Walker lookalike? I can't remember. Do we remember Joyride? <laughs> Let's go back oh, to yeah. early two thousands thrillers. Hang Let's on, just talk a... about movies I haven't seen. Hey, what about <laughs> what about Gothica with Halle Berry? God damn it! If there's a Paul Walker lookalike roaming around out there, then like, why has this person not been scooped for? The next I don't two? think I watched movies from twenty two thousand to twenty ten. Sorry, say I think I took the decade off watching took, movies. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like twenty five to thirty five. Those were like prime hitting the bar, partying my ass off. No time for movies. Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, oh, on a Saturday, you're here. 
<laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, no what hangover on you. <laughs> hey, okay, so look at this. Look, we're, we're, I love being on this show sometimes because you always find out fun tidbits that I discover. Um, Paul Walker and the 2001 Joyride. So you don't know what this movie is? Never Jimmy? heard of it. Uh, it's an American road horror thriller film directed Jesus. by... Genre blending. Uh, yeah. Directed by John Dahl. I'm not sure him. Uh, but written by J.J. Abrams. Oh, so weird. there you go. Huh. Yeah, I did not know that. So there's a lot of lens... Fl- no, he's not de- He's not directing. Uh, Steve Zahn is also in this movie. Cool. Um, and Lili Sobieski. Oh, yeah. Lili is in this. Okay, so you were right. Sobieski. Yeah. yeah. Sobieski? Sobieski. <laughs> she was also in Deep Impact, Eyes Wide Shut... The Glass House. Uh, what were we talking about before that we wondered if she was in? Mighty Ducks. Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Hmm. <laughs> that, didn't, that, that wasn't at the top of her credits, so <laughs> she's either embarrassed or Look we near the her. bottom. Hey, she was also in Jungle to Jungle. Remember the Tim Allen? I do jungle remember Rump? Jungle Jesus to Christ, Jungle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we're speaking my All language. right, let's wow. just keep going into this rabbit <laughs> I don't hole. remember that. So I know where we're going with this. I'm going to click on Jungle to Jungle. Do we remember the kid that starred in it? Um, Haley Joel Osment. David Ogden Styers, I think is his name. Did you? He guys was in Detroit Rock City, is where I was getting at. Anyway, realize the actor that play. I, speaking of weird tidbits that I found out recently, the actor that plays, and I'm gonna forget his name from the Christmas Story, the mm-hmm. main kid. Oh, He's in okay. the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. The Christmas story see you. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's he's the guy who, who He's evil, isn't he? Well, yeah, he's working for um Mysterio's team yeah. and he's the guy who invented the drones. Yeah. And he actually is in it previously where they're He was in Iron Man One. Yeah. Um he, he was... can't figure out the arc reactor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he's they're and building the other suit. Because he's friends <laughs> I think he's actually friends with somebody high up oh, and that's hilarious. The role. You get like his inner monologue during the movie. <laughs> when he's an Red older Red man. So I remember working for Mysterio. <laughs> it would have been amazing if they just threw like a like a an ode to it in there. Like yeah. be careful with that, it's fragile. <laughs> <You'll>... <laughs> you shoot your eye out. I love fragile. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Italian. What a uh, fun episode. We're learning all sorts of things. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Uh well let's all right, well let's uh let's let's dive in right here to uh let's just jump into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brought my swimming Sorry, terms. DeFranco. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what'd you watch this week, buddy? Uh well, uh Chris, both of us went to see Parasite. Oh, don't so drag don't don't me down you... into this. Well, no, I don't I have know if my you want to talk. No, okay, I have my you, own you don't movie. you're not going to talk Remember about I Parasite. I watched a whole other movie after Parasite. Right, yeah, you, okay, okay. So I had so, my own. All right, I'll talk about Parasite then. Sweet. Um Parasite I guess I won't. fucking <laughs> You went to see <laughs> yeah, Parasite too? Shit. <laughs> Go on, it's okay. No, I got to I got to back. No, no, take it, take it. I was close to watching Parasite. Okay, so I think Mark is the most qualified to talk about it. Mark, what did you think of it? I think it's great. I actually watched a whole deep dive into Parasite without watching it. <laughs> oh, know all, about it all of the do. characters explained and the story. So you know more about it than I've, we do. I've seen yeah. All. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the deep meaning to yeah. every scene. Yes. Okay. Perfect. No, I'll Jimmy, you can no, take no, Parasite. No, no. Yes. no I, I got to back up. The it's meaning of the the rock sculpture and why it's played to the end. And I, well, I guess I'll talk about the Velocipaster <laughs> next week. But whatever. No, no, no. Nail it. Yeah. You, give, okay. give us give us your one two on Parasite. Okay. Fine. Uh, Parasite was good, I guess. <laughs> it was okay. Did you think it was a horror movie? I, honestly, I watched the trailer before going, and I still didn't <clears> know <throat> quite what to expect. Um, didn't know if it was going to be like horror. Didn't know if it was like it, it. It pitched thriller, so I knew that going in, and I think it delivered on that for sure. 
Um, saw it with Chris. It was a good time. You yeah, keep, a little bit. Keep thriller. waiting for the 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 human eating parasite to appear. <laughs> yeah, no, I was <laughs> waiting for that. I the really didn't time. know if it was going to be like a monster movie in the end or something. And spoiler alert, it's not. Um, but what it is is um, well, it's its own monster movie if you think yeah, about exactly. it. <laughs> the monster Ooh. is in a solo. I see what yeah. you did there. <laughs> Uh, well, the whole thing's in, <coughs> I believe, South Korean? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's um, not North Korea. <laughs> right. <laughs> whole different tone. <laughs> uh, but watching it, and with the subtitles, it didn't take me out of it at all. Right. Like, I was still in the moment feeling everything. And just the way it starts out as one thing and then yep. totally takes a different dive direction near the end of it. It is absolutely amazing the sound is beautiful i love that they go back to like the old time violin for like it's not horror but like for a thriller and it really gets your blood going and I, it's some of my favorite sounds are violin screeching sounds the I violin think. doubles as a as a great scream yeah absolutely i just ooh yeah this is a great movie and if it doesn't i think if it doesn't win awards there's something wrong i think it'll win best foreign i don't think it'll win best picture if it is up for best picture i can't I believe remember. so it is up for best picture but i think joker's so I think de- uh, like heavy uh, and i know we we all i think the whole room agrees uh, that joker's i'm going not. 1917 with yeah. best picture okay. i was going to say 1917's been it was steamrolling amazing. too yeah. yeah um for so chris saw it. <laughs> mark knows all about it so he's seen it <laughs> yeah. for all intents and purposes <laughs> i saw it this week recently uh, there's, I think it changes, and this doesn't ruin anything in the story, but as they all intersect their own life, lives into the family's life, yeah, that's the changing point. When they all get into the house, that's when it takes a really dark fucking turn. <sighs> and boy, does it. That, and, and, <laughs> but then you realize at the end that it, the Parasite, for the name, is a great bait and switch. Oh, it's perfect. And then you realize who the Parasite is, quote unquote, by the end of the movie. I just... Like, what a good year we have for Oscar-nominated movies. Yes. Like, everything I've seen, I, well, except for Joker, everything I've seen I've enjoyed. And 1917 was unbelievable. Parasite was really good. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, but Chris talked about it and says it's fucking amazing. So I just, I think we're all very lucky this year. Yeah. We're all blessed. Hashtag. We're all very blessed. Awesome. And then you guys got, at the end of Parasite, there's the the, the Korean Morse code. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? It's actually a type of, it's got a specific name. It's not Morse code, but it's the Korean version of Morse code, apparently. Banging your head against a light switch until your face bleeds all the way down <laughs> yeah. there in your eyes? Is that what it's? No. What, just that, what is that translating to? It's a about flashing the way lights. You okay. <laughs> the actual reading of it. Yeah. Smart all right. Ass. So, Jimmy, like, uh, hang on here. Um, right. Out of 10. Yeah. What, what are we going to do out of 10 for this one? What do you think would be a. I guess 10. How many fired housekeepers out of 10 would you give it? <laughs> That's a good one. How, uh, many, how many secret related people? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to give it 10, but I really don't think, like I can't think of anything that was wrong. Like there was no point where I was sitting there like, oh, this isn't interesting anymore. Like the whole movie How many people was living good. in the basement? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it is. I was going with it. I'd say. I haven't seen it yet though. I'm going to say 10. Yeah, I agree with you. And like, I don't see a problem with it, and I can't think of an issue with the movie. I love the dialogue. It was very funny at parts when I didn't expect yeah. it to be. Like, the, the trailer showed um, the the painting on the wall gag. Yes. Where he thinks it's a chimpanzee, but it's a self-portrait. Yeah. They showed that joke, and it wasn't even the best joke in the movie. So I was, yeah, I couldn't believe how funny it was. Searching for Wi-Fi in the apartment. I yeah. was giggling at. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty humorous. Um, the juxtaposition of well actually it's not even juxtaposition it's right in your face of sitting on the exploding toilet yeah with your cell phone right like just so desperate (laughs) to get 
you know, an answer out to the world while this whole town is flooding. I mean, well, it, and I think there was a line from the mother the next day. She's like, oh, we could have really used the rain. Really good for everything. <laughs> yeah. He's just driving like <laughs> my house is gone or whatever. So I didn't I didn't go and check it. But I think the father is the same actor from the original old boy. Oh, uh, am I wrong? No. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, you're wrong. wrong. Okay, but I'm, there is a connection there somewhere. I'm fairly certain. He's used him before then because there, he, uh, he in snow, was he in Snowpiercer. He was then? in Snow. Yeah, yes. Okay, that's, cool. thank you. That's he was, Boone's other one of his other movies. He was yeah. in Snowpiercer, and I think he's also in the host, which uh, the director also directed. Okay, so he's just he's kind of like his Johnny his Depp guy. to his Tim Burton, yeah. so to speak. But, but you know what? Better? I am gonna look up Old Boy and see who. That is, just in case it is him. When you guys were in- Because that is a South Korean movie too. Yes, yeah. When you guys were in the theater watching it, like I, I was hooked within the first ten minutes. Yeah, like the, the 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 just the creepy aspect of it coming in, and 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 it starts right during a family. Like it makes me wonder: Does this family do this on the regular? Because they're so good at right? it, right? Like, like they like... just did it without any problems. And and I'm and I'm thinking if the four of us were to sit down and try to organize oh some sort God. of life takeover of a, of a rich family, it would go they to shit. Be, you guys all know each other, don't you? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's well, it's no way I can oppor- hide it. It's pretty opportunistic that they keep needing these different people in their right? lives. Right. Yeah. But like the mom is simple, right? Like they don't think about it. <laughs> Which there's she's, so many comics exactly. Right? Which is that is that his take on the richer you get, the more you. Remove, remove yourself from, from reality. Re- remove from reality. Like they wouldn't expect like, people to do this to them. Exactly because there, there's so few people like them, but there's so many people like the family who are trying to yeah. get out of their dire situation. That you're know, like, well, no, of, of course I'll take a recommendation for for a new driver. Of course I'll take a recommendation for a new art teacher. I like the part where they the the boy in the family. The rich boy talks about seeing a ghost. Yes, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows up. He's like, hey. and his eyes are just right above the stair. I was like, oh my god, who go, is this guy? Go see Parasite if you have the chance. You you should absolutely should. If you don't have the chance, go see Parasite. Like cancel other things you're doing. Screen Rant told me if you're gonna see one movie this year, see Parasite. Hell yeah. It's, it's uh, January. I want to watch. <laughs> I want to keep watching movies. See in the future. <laughs> All right, my quote is full. Maybe it was this January. I can't remember. <laughs> Mark, what'd you watch this week? I don't know. I thought we weren't doing this section anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically told us we're not really going to do the formal. What did you watch this week? No, I, I, said we... <laughs> I, 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 as I always do, I just watched a whole bunch of not movies. Tell so, us about it. Yeah, I, I watched the entire series of um, on Netflix. It's a pseudo documentary of Kevin Hart. Don't fuck this up. Yeah. Um, basically about his life and, and how he kind of rose to the level he's at. And then there was a sex tape released of him when his wife was like seven months pregnant. Can I can I interrupt you for just one yeah. second and tell you that you watched a docu series, which is a movie? <laughs> can I just, just all right? Just it's so a, you know, it's a documentary that, about like, like a three part documentary series. Is it was still a, a documentary. It was a, sick, it was a six part. <laughs> sure, we'll that's fine. One. All right, I, documentaries. Anyways, it, it kind of sucked me in in a, in the sense that it's completely a docu series that they're following them around. Um, I don't know why he was. They were filming it to begin with because. They're already filming it for an extended period of time before these big revelations happen. And then they're able to talk about them. So it basically talks about his rise, how he be, he went from his start in uh, in like Philly and some of the comedians that influenced him and brought him to the New York scene and particularly black comedians that he was following the footsteps of because that becomes very 
pertinent later on. Um, and then into his family, and he had a couple of kids with his first wife. They don't really talk to his first wife, but he had a second wife who he remarried, and they're going to have a child, and he never really wanted one, but then they're going to have one. And then she's seven months pregnant, and they're driving to this like show on a tour, and he gets a phone call from her, and then suddenly a video. And it's him banging some hooker, stripper, something in Vegas. Nice. And, uh, and then so obviously the the devastation that that causes and how he kind of rebounds back from that to make, you know, I made a yeah, big no mistake to care at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> how, you know, I made a big mistake and it turned around and I shouldn't have done those things. And you really kind of believe him. He still does it. And then you found out <laughs> that the video was most likely recorded by one of his closest friends. Yes, I remember hearing about that. That movie. traveled with like 15 years, part of his be, group. Yeah. Um, it's always on the inside. It's yeah. Never so he, he's his group of friends are called the Plastic Cup Boys. They all like oh yeah, like they solo open cups for him and or stuff. whatever. Yeah, and they all go on tour with him. And there's part of some of them are the managers and his brand manager and three comedian it's friends. All tight. Yeah. And yeah, they're really yeah. really tight. So it was kind of one of that group. And how do you find them that over. out? <laughs> so you it's f- pretty crazy. And it's, there's apparently still lawsuits going on currently, and he's denying all the charges, but. That came out. So he did sleep with another woman, but it was, it was someone, someone in his group, someone in his camp, it. Yeah. as they say, who, who set it up, kind of to frame him. Man, it sounds like. I mean, and, ask for a raise if you're not happy, right? <laughs> There's a lot of things to do before that happens. And then the big thing it works towards is obviously his work ethic is ridiculous. Like the guy is so fucking busy. Like he's, he's an industry, guy, right? right? Yeah. Like he literally in between while he's going from like. The TV show he's shooting to the movie he's shooting. He's doing a podcast in the car. Like, he's just so fucking busy. Yeah. Um, he's got pieces of everything. He's got a, his own, like, la- network, kind of like Comedy Central, like LOL, where he's got programming on top of it. He does a show where he um, goes to different towns, and he basically mentors up-and-coming comedians in those towns. And then he's doing, like, eight different fucking movies that he's redoing. And he does interviews with all these, like, very prominent black actors at the time right now. Trying to get them to do, like, a remake of, um, like, Harlem Nights or, like, one of those, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. anti-black exploitation films. Yep, yep. Um, and then he gets asked to do the Oscars. Yeah. And then when he gets asked to do the Oscars, which in the footsteps of Richard Pryor and Sammy Davis Jr. and Whoopi Goldberg and... Um, it's a long, it's, right? it's a short line of very yeah, well-known people. Right. And then something from like 10 years earlier comes out that he, uh, when he had made a homophobic comment, a tweet. Yeah. Um, Anti-LGBTQ the big Yes. The big thing in it is that he apparently dealt with it. Yes. At some point. And then the people that didn't know who he was at that point, they now know, okay, he did something 10 years ago. We want another apology now because we didn't know who you were then and we don't know about your other apology. And it's sort of an interesting. His other apology was in print. It's a very interesting <laughs> just social the thing. It's an interesting social dynamic about that. Well, like just because you didn't like, I did something shitty a decade ago. I apologized for it. I don't know a hundred percent if he apologized for it because I didn't see it. It's a Rolling Stones article, I, I right. believe, and it, there's it's it vehemently yeah. says I am sorry for the things that I have said. Yes. And then, but you discovering this thing now, and then you want, personally, you want an apology again. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. And he's pretty adamant. He's saying, no, like, I dealt with this. I'm a different person. I apologize. We moved on. Just because you want to dig up this shit doesn't mean I have to apologize to everybody that digs it up. 
Also, what a thankless job ho- hosting the Oscars. Why would anyone want to do that? I know, right? Like, <laughs> I would never. Oh, God. What a just you, could, you could get a fucking ventriloquist dummy. You could get <laughs> Jeff Dunham to do this. And, I mean, it, it, it's, it's... Tupac's hologram. And, yeah. And every Anybody's comedi- hologram. <laughs> I still like the Muppets idea. That's a great fucking idea. I couldn't I think agree that with could you not go The two wrong. guys in the stand there would have Wallace and oh. the two... Oh, oh yeah. Would you? Oh, he, he drew <laughs> oh you! I drew you guys. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, look at that. Uh, that's anyways, fault. it's really good. It's, and it. every comedian that he comes across, and every actor, <laughs> so bad, um, comments on how like, incredible of a work ethic he has as far as a comedian goes. Um, so it was pretty cool. How you, you kind of watched a movie? We're so proud. Yeah. <laughs> But you, you know what though? Like it was just think, a three and a half hour movie. Right. Well, it's it's. You, you, I 100 percent agree that he watched the movie. Um, <laughs> I keep forgetting documentaries. Technically, it's so interesting how all that shit happened to him while they were making. Like that's the last thing. Uh, that's a group of things you don't want to happen while they're making a movie about your life. Yeah. Right. So to continue filming and allowing it in is pretty, pretty big of a small guy like Kevin Hart to be like. And they really give you some of the inside look at his close. Uh, group like the people that work with him he has um, uh, a gay uh, production assistant or executive producer and she speaks on how well we've dealt with our thing and we're okay and but I can't apologize for other people and you know I'm getting married and and my director at the wedding chapel I go to who's also LGBTQ doesn't like doesn't want to be associated with me because I'm associated with you and so it it really kind of delves deep into the sociology behind some of those things and social media and like trolling and yeah, that's no, a kind definitely. of the subplot of it. A lot of it is like living your life in the media. <clears throat> so how many uh, Kevin Hart's uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart? You know how what? many stacked Kevin Hart's do you give it to, to get? How many? To how many feet out yeah. of four? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Um, <laughs> it just got that. He's. Uh, you know what? It gave me a better appreciation for it. Like for the thing, I probably like an eight out of 10 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's, it gave me a better appreciation for him, especially when like the big, some of the big comics that are really well known, like give him a lot of props for how much he busts his ass. Like Dave Chappelle's like singing his praises at one point, And that's a pretty big. Yeah. That's a, that's an old guard. Pretty big guard deal. And, and even like, um, uh, what's huh? his name? Avant-garde. Avant-garde. <laughs> Fuck off. New guard, old guard, avant-garde. <laughs> I got to use that in last week's episode. So I wish you guys were here because I think I placed that word right. Like where, Howie right Mandel. At one point, Howie Mandel like talks to him and how he's been doing great and all this stuff. And he's around like Wanda Sykes and all of the Chris Rock and like all the big. And I don't know Kevin Hart that much. Like he's more of a movie guy to me. I don't know his stand. I fell for much. him through his movies and, and his humor. There, I've, I've I haven't seen much of his stand up. You guys, Jimmy, Chris, have you? But he's like he sold to get a new special every couple months. I just don't. Who Kevin Hart? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. A fan. No. Yeah. Um, it was good though. It I I'm not being a fan, just watching it for sort of an intro, like not through a fanboy's eyes. I guess. Yeah. It an expose. It, it, taking somebody who's in the public light and all the shit they have to deal with, and somebody that's dealt with some of the issues. It was kind of neat to see it from the inside perspective. Awesome. Chris, what'd you watch? Uh, I watched uh in light of recent news. I watched Contagion. Oh, <laughs> Steven. What, what do you mean? Soderbergh. What's going on in the world right now that that would imply that you would want to watch that? Uh, I don't know. That was a rhetorical question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kobe Bryant died. No. Um, <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, yeah, I watched because uh, with the whole coronavirus going on right now, and I realized I never actually I'd seen it once when it originally came out, but I never finished it. Uh, so I was like, ah, okay, let's actually see where it goes. Uh, has anyone else seen Contagion here? Not since it first came out. Like I gave that a once, a once and a one ba- and done kind of thing. Basically, it's a more I guess realistic approach of how a virus would be handled, kind of like it is now. It's the behind the scenes and how it goes from the scientists trying to figure out the cure to the red tape that they got. Oh, we got to figure out how we distribute this or who gets first and all these kind of deals. And uh, there's not this like mass millions of people rioting or turning infected and eating you. They just you might have a seizure. It's kind of like a common cold kind of symptoms. And then your uh, your brain kind of just sort of gives out, it seems. So um, huge cast, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Brian Cranston's in it, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Winslet. When did this come out? Uh, 2009-ish, 2011. Yeah, I was going to say it's been out for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, 11 I'm, I'm, years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably even missing missing some names in there. But, uh, yeah, uh, t- the first two-thirds were really an interesting kind of look at it because um, it does kill people, and you kind of see the spread, and not everyone, like, everyone, anyone can kind of get it and die kind of in the end, so it's like, uh I'd be safe. Oh. I don't leave my house. So there you go. Just, I only come here for this, <laughs> and we can do this on the phone now. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you quarantine by purpose. Yeah. Um, by the, the last third, the way they kind of wrap it up, there's a lot of, like, holes that weren't kind of <laughs> like, filled. filled, yeah, or they just sort of leave it open, and you're like, and you're kind of like, oh, okay, like, there's some stuff that Lawrence Fishburne does that's going to give him and get him in hot water with like the National Guard or whoever the, the, the WHO or whatever. Yeah, like he's yeah, a yeah. part of the CDC or whatever, but it kind of is released that he had told some people, hey, why don't you get out of the city soon and come see me and I'll be able to get you a cure kind of thing first. Ooh, that came to favoritism. light. Yeah, that came to light. Um, so he was still able to kind of go about and try and find the cure and everything, but. It was kind of alluded that, oh, you're going to have to talk to Congress or whatever. And you're like, oh, and you never see it kind of happen. So you're like, oh, he gets Did a slap he on the wrist. Or, yeah, yeah, what happens here? Yeah. Um, I, I'm always bad with her, the pronunciation of her name. Um, uh, Carliard has a last name, the French oh, actress. Yes, uh, uh, she's uh, in Dark Knight Rises, Inception. Marion Cotillard. She's in this. Uh, I can't really say butchered. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, stepped all over that. She's in a really weird plot. Yeah. What I didn't like. Uh, She's she's kidnapped at one point in the movie, um, and they don't even wrap that up in the end. So yeah. Like what would? Why was she kidnapped? If the virus. She was kidnapped uh, by like a Chinese sort of agency because it starts in China. Um, but she's taken to this village where uh, they're like, okay, uh, you're kind of held hostage here because we don't want this village to get wiped out. We want to make sure that this village. Wuhan forever. Yeah, because it's the one guy's like, this is where he's from, so he really wants Some to protect Chinese it. Chinese biotech firm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so in the With end. With an umbrella, is there <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. So in the end, she's kind of held ransom. They're like, okay, we're going to give you the cure for this village. And they're like, all right, you can have her back. Uh, And then it's admitted in the next scene, yeah, that was just a placebo. They didn't get the virus at all. Fuckers. So she looks really mad. So she storms out of the airport. And that's it. And And you don't – I'm like, we're – what happened? She go back to the village? Like, why don't there was no kind of huh. resolution there? Yeah, the last third just really fell flat. Like, twenty six million people die. You're like, okay, that's 
That's a stat. Uh, yeah. It's not going to corrupt the That's world. Tick, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's still what life will continue. There is scenes of a little bit of looting and some like, oh, we ran out of the cure for everybody. You can get it next week and people getting upset. But uh. it's not like home invasion and Matt Damon's got to protect his family and everything because <laughs> he plays he plays the everyman that you're supposed to kind of relate to the most. Uh, okay. Gwyneth plays his wife, who is the is patient zero. Oh, um, so she's the one who's she pick, picks it up. Paltrow? Yeah, she oh. gets it in. Uh, it's not from Goop. I was gonna um, say, is there, is there some say, Goop yeah. product that would have saved her? Um, <laughs> can I stick up your vagina, Gwyneth? Uh, can I just uh, and just panic? <laughs> can I just spoil the ending? Because yes, the ending, it's... the ending shows you exactly how it all came to be. Um, because they announce or they discover that it has bat and pig DNA in this oh. virus. Um, and they swine flu. She was in, then... I think, Hong Kong or something like this, where she picked it up. And then they found like four other people from that night who had died as well. So, anyways, they kind of uh, they show you where it all started. It was kind of a little bit. She works for some. I think the company is called Arm or something. I don't really remember what they some do. Hipster name. But there's this. The scene starts where you see like a jungle and there's like bats flying around, and then this bulldozer comes up with the Arm logo on the side of it. I'm like, okay, I don't think companies put their own logo. Like, I think it would just be <laughs> You don't like, deckle your So it was kind of very like, eh, look at this. So, of course, it bulldozes uh, these trees. Bananas fall down. The bats go down. They eat. They take some of the banana. They fly off to a pig factory where the banana drops into the ground. A pig eats it, gets into its system. Then you see the pig get sold. The farmer takes it to a shop. You see it getting cooked. Oh, uh, there's a guy out here wanting to see you, or there's someone come come outside, chef. And the chef wipes his hands, sort of on his his jacket schmuck. thing. Yeah, his schmuck. His uh, three-piece suit. <laughs> yeah, he comes out, and you see Gwyneth, and they they hold hands. Oh, that's uh, nice. Where he has all the stuff. Oh. And there's actually Matt Damon had discovered a picture, that exact picture that was taken of the two of them, and you can see they're holding hands, and that. And then the movie just ends. You're like, fuck, oh. that's weird. So on a, on a weird related note on my docu-series watching, I also watched the episode of Explained on pandemics. Okay. And it's funny that you mentioned that they're going through all the pandemics in history, the plagues and all these things, and they get to H1N1, which was... Which is pretty current. Big big deal, right? Plus 20 and, years. And they yeah. said H1N1 came from <clears throat> um, a version of the avian flu, right, that humans couldn't get. And then there's a version of the human's flu that birds couldn't get. Oh, wow. But a pig can actually get both. contract both. <laughs> so Damn. somewhere in the middle, a pig contracted the avian flu and the human oh. version of it. And then it melded inside and mutated into a super virus that there was no cure for on either side. And that bridged the gap between the humans and the birds. The And the then pig. did someone just eat the pig eventually? And, yeah. Kind of and then it just went fucking crazy from there and that's yeah that's just how it goes because they kind of go over her night where she's touching glasses and then the waiter comes and touches and you're like that's that's Everyone how it's that simple yeah and then she leaves the country gets she dies in america Fuck. uh and then her son has already contracted contracted it. matt damon's fine he's immune to it um but yeah the son gets it and then Matt Damon goes to the doctor. She's died. He's driving back. Gets a phone call from the babysitter, and the kid has now died. Oh my and, god! And that's the opening, like kind of ten minutes of the movie. Jeez. Um, and yeah, it really kind of amps that up, but it doesn't know how to. Do they do it. any of those shots for like well, somebody yeah. sneezes in a movie theater, and then you can see the particles of the enhance every time. <laughs> <laughs> we can just shoot them. Um, so yeah, I'd give it. I don't know. Seven out of ten. Two out of three. 
Nice. Two out of th- <laughs> two out of three good acts. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Pig in a whole new light now. Like it is one of the dirtiest. Like I I read something with the whole uh, coronavirus. It's the open meat markets where a lot yeah. of this comes from because you've got five liter bales of XYZ animal meat just sitting in the hot open sunlight all day long. I mean that's. You know, I, that is what it is over there. But I mean, bat soup, the bat soup, is, you know, in 90 degree weather is probably not healthy for you. But is now that Campbell's <laughs> it's one of Campbell's new recipes. Yeah. <laughs> it's junky. It's just actually. broth. Completely yeah. organic. You eat it with a fork. <laughs> Jude Law is also in it and he plays a conspiracy theorist. He's actually one of my favorite sort of parts of it. He plays Alex Jones. Kind of. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he has his own blog and everything. And he's got like millions of followers who believe everything he says so he right. kind of causes this problem when he's like the government's hiding these things they have the virus they they're just not giving it to any he's kind of a headache throughout the movie and so he's, I always, he's basically right though yeah a lot of times <laughs> he was kind of like yeah he was kind of right in certain points so but again they they uh spoilers they arrest him just cause, and that's no. They arrested him because there was all this like conspiracy to spread false information and all this. Okay, yeah. Um, because he is trying to push his own, not his cure, but a cure that he thinks is working. Like it's not tested. You can't do that. Um, but he gets arrested. No fault. Like, okay, did he go to prison? Did he get out? Did he find a loophole? It was just kind of like he gets set up, and that it's was like it. the, the writer thought this is what you do. But what do you do next? Yeah, yeah because the stuff yeah. actually hasn't happened in real life. So there's no. <laughs> Way to pull from yeah. real life stories. I don't know. There's no like before credit scene where you see how everyone did later. Yeah. Like Animal House. Yeah. You gotta yeah, find yeah, exactly. ways to great freeze frame. <laughs> Make me wanna with, jump. With all those <laughs> actors in it, you need to find a way to just get rid of them quickly. Yeah. So yeah. Die, die, jail, car accident. Just throw a fucking <laughs> transfer to a yeah. different division. Well, I. Uh, so what'd you watch, Michael? I watched the loudest movie I've ever watched in my life this week. And it's not even a loud movie. Fubar? Um, it was extremely loud and incredibly close, wasn't it? <laughs> it was for <laughs> sure. Um, no. Is Spinal Tap? <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. <laughs> it was Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, that's and out? And what's not out, we bought tickets to go see Kevin Smith on Tuesday at the casino. Mm-hmm. And he did a little, hey, how you doing? And then we watched the movie. And then he did a Q&A after. Oh. Did you know that he was going to be showing the movie? Yeah, that's the whole oh. reason we went. Yeah, so thirty. <laughs> I didn't know he was here. Yeah, it was. It was really quiet. Like it was. There wasn't a lot of pump behind it because it's through the casino, right? So if you get the casino newsletter, then you always know. Like Kevin Hart's coming. No, not Kevin Hart. Sorry, uh, not, uh, <laughs> uh, Tracy Morgan's coming to Club Regent. Not Kevin Hart. The, the, the other shittier the, the comment. The, the guy who got hit by a truck. Um, but like a lot of people are coming to the casino. Ah, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, so but they had they had the concert speakers playing the movie, oh. so everything was at concert level volume, which <laughs> like after a while you just got used to it. But yeah. like hearing people like converse with each other at like a twelve is a lot to handle. Um, it takes the view askew universe. It takes all the movies that you've loved because he he tells everybody that he out of all the movies that he owns he only owns the rights to Jay and Silent Bob so he can do whatever he wants with Jay and Silent Bob he doesn't own clerks he doesn't own the rights to clerks wow he has to go to the studios who own his go to universal cuz universal ha- owns the majority of them in his little spiel and uh but when they sold clerks at Sundance they made a deal that you can have clerks but you can't can can I ask for Jay and Silent Bob to be mine and the lawyer's like, yeah, sure. And then Miramax was like, okay, so we bought the movie because of the movie and not because of these two stoners in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, you can have them. 
And that was Mir- one, I guess, according to him, that's Miramax's biggest mistake because he gets to do whatever he wants. He can do these road shows and take people to see the movie. And so he sat in the back with everybody and watched it. Like he just left the stage and walked right <laughs> to the back and sat down and has toured the movie 75 times so far. Wow. How so, did you not get him on our podcast? Well, yeah, way to go. Buddy. Okay. So I'll get to that. Um, the movie itself, it f- fucking, like, I, my face was cramped by the second act, like just laughing constantly. The biggest point that I have to make that I just, me and a buddy were just howling was, uh, so from dogma, they have to pull Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in at two different times, obviously. Yeah. So Matt Damon's scene is just him sitting in a church and he turns around and he starts to tell everybody what he's been doing for 20 years. (laughs) And he was like, you know, after the whole thing and the angel death and and all the murder and everything, I kind of just found myself wandering the planet, not really knowing what to do. (laughs) And then, and then Val, a, Val Kilmer's Val Kilmer plays Batman in it. He has a single line, but he, he's in it. He just nods <laughs> yes and no. It's actually one of the best scenes. Chris Jericho, Chris Adam Jer- Brody. Chris Jericho plays a KKK member. <laughs> what the fuck? Adam Brody plays uh, an owner of a Hot Topic, and he's trying to sell Jay and Silent Bob merch. Craig uh, Robinson, James Vanderbeek, wow. James Vanderbeek, Molly Beek. Shannon, yeah, oh, Method Man. Yeah, it's a cast. huge cast. Oh, wow, huge cast. Uh, Chris Hel- Chris Hemsworth plays a hologram of himself, <laughs> guiding people because because the whole the whole plot of the movie is Jay and Silent Bob have to uh, get to what do they have to they have to get to Chronic Con because they accidentally sold the rights that they have to Bluntman and Chronic to a movie production house, right. and they have to stop the second coming of it. And Kevin Smith is directing the second coming of Jay and Silent Bob featuring Bluntman and Chronic. Anyways, Matt Damon's sitting in this in this church pew, and he says, you know, for the last 20 years, I've been wandering around the planet, not really knowing who I am or what I should do. And the next thing I knew, I found myself in, an, in the ocean, and these two Italian fishermen found me, and they rescued me. I guess you could say it was my reborn identity. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. <laughs> like, that's the whole purpose was just to have him do that one little model. <laughs> Mark, did you write that? <laughs> <laughs> like and like he didn't get credited but <laughs> but probably like Ben Affleck has has moved on with his life he's still um he's still Banky or Banky Binky can't remember his, how to pronounce Banksy. his name not not the graffiti <laughs> artist um Matt Damon's Banksy yeah who knew <laughs> Ben Affleck ah. uh the whole chasing Amy thing is has has evolved like everybody from all of the movies are in this movie and you get their 20 year lapse, which is why it's great. Cause there's all these little, but not characters from clerks. Well, <laughs> the entire clerks. Okay. So they walk like, cause when I saw his, you're just ruining Rosario the movie. Like start to finish. You're giving us the whole movie. The, yeah. Well, Rosario Dawson's it's not even out yet. Rosario. <laughs> you're going to get sued. <laughs> um, well, it's, it's hard to, say because it's oh, like yeah. can we talk about this well we can because <laughs> I, all they said was there's no flash all right let's start the recording. podcast <laughs> 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 so out of reboots what would you give it well the fact that they just skewer the idea of reboots and remakes in a whole scene they view as skewer the idea they so to speak yes isn't that um, the name of the production view askew view askew is the name of the production company yes uh they they (laughs) (laughs) um they they attack the idea of the remake and the reboot in it which is why i loved it it's kind of like the first movie sort of attacking the whole yeah their dynamic duo jay and silent bob were in scream three what yes they were yeah they call courtney cox connie chung (laughs) (laughs) wow 
Yep, that's their oh, that, whole that, thing. There was a time when you could do that and get away with that. Well, speaking of Clerks, uh, it sounds like that's his next project. Is Clerks Three? He so, told everybody Clerks Three and Mallrats Two. Any wow. any indication what Clerks Three like? Is it an? I'm hoping it's a new place, shitty place that they both have to work at now in their fifties or something yeah. like that. Was Jason? They're Mews mall there greeters too? or something. Jason Muse sent a video in with him and his little girl. I guess they were somewhere he could oh, make he, it. Oh, Jason wasn't here. Jason wasn't here. It was so just it was just Kevin. Kevin. Oh, was just Kevin. oh, that kind of sucks. I was hoping it wasn't. It wasn't because the play between the two of them is great, but this is clearly his baby, and he, him being by himself, was a little bit more intimate yeah. than watching them do shtick. But I think a, a big part, especially of Jane Silent Bob, is that uh, Kevin Smith has really done this for Jason Muse yes. a lot of time because yes. he's battled with his own drug addictions in the 90s, 2000s, I think. Um, so I think this is a part of it, not just Kevin like, oh, I get to rub shoulders with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It's still it's given Jason. Because Jason Muse beyond this hasn't been in much else. No. So no, he's not. But like Zach and Miri make a porno. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he where was. he plays Jay, basically. <laughs> what was the, Let the, us the Dutch Dutch brother? Dutch, Dutch, Dutch Rudder. Dutch Rudder. Yeah, Dutch Rudder. <laughs> you you put your hand on your dick. I put my hand on my dick, we're, and then we grab each other's arms and jerk each other off. What's we're that not called? Touching dicks. We're not touching dicks. It's a double Dutch Rudder. Jesus um, Christ! But like Kevin Smith and Muse both have. Like an affinity for Winnipeg, like Todd in the Book of Pure Evil was shot here. I fucking loved that show so much. It, oh my it, god, it's a sleeper. Not a lot. It's, yeah. it's it's really funny. Did not know it was shot here. So like that's what. So Jason Muse has the anchor here. Tusk and Yoga Hosiers both speak of Winnipeg, Gimli, and another town north of Gimli. But weren't those like weren't those awful like Hosiers or whatever T- it is. Tusk and Yoga Hosiers were not his best work but what what did what? Kevin Smith do Tusk yeah, yeah. Oh, and he did that. the Red Wait, State Justin and Red that, State right? yeah with, just uh, yeah. John Goodman which <laughs> that was a movie holy man well that was him like he even says like he just kind of went off the rails for a bit and wanted to make like a weird three-piece like dark horror genre I don't even know what to call it because it's technically not horror but it is horrific to watch <laughs> at some points I, I just remember know. Red State there's a like I feel like it was like a 10, 15 minute monologue from like the cult leader. I'm like, yep. this is going on forever. Yeah. Like this should have been like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know it, it gets, and that's him, right? Like he answered four questions at the end of his Q and a in an hour, 25 minute answer right. per question. Right. So, but uh, giving up the ghost podcast in Winnipeg was there. She got up to ask a question and she was like, there are three podcasts that you need to check out in uh, Winnipeg, Kevin, uh, Beaver Does Movies, Real Debaters, and Us. And then she gave him a t-shirt. So we were nice. Like, hey, oh, that's man. cool. Yeah, that was like, so, all the guys looked at me and I was like, I did not pay for this. Man, this is Kevin <laughs> that's pretty cool. I was yeah. like, yeah, so, and then like. He's probably my favorite writer and director and movie actor, so if he's listening, I really Hi, like Kevin. Him. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Oh, that's creepy now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's that. Uh, on, on to the show. Uh, trailer of the week. <laughs> It's the trailer of the I can either pay 35 bucks for a sound effects kit or I could just let you three guys do this every time. I, I much prefer this. Uh, all right, so notes on the trailer. So we are looking at uh, John Stewart's. I, I don't know if it's his directorial debut. I think it is, but I don't think that's true. No, you think he directed <laughs> something else? I feel like he has. It's yeah. his gubernatorial Goonies. debut. <laughs> well, it's a political satire movie called Irresistible, written directed by John Stewart, produced by Plan B Entertainment, starring Steve Carroll, 
Rose Byrne, Mackenzie Davis, is Chris Steve Cooper. Carell? Yeah, oh, it is. Steve you know me. Carell. Natasha Leone. Steve Carroll. De- Carroll. Deborah Messing, Will Sasso, and Topher Grace. Topher Grace should have been at the top of that list. He was. I, this was just, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do this by the credits. I just did this by my by my own liking. Uh, which oh, The only real way to describe it is a, Demo- a, de- a Democrat strategist helps a retired veteran run for mayor in a small conservative Midwest town to get their foothold for the upcoming election. Democrats are getting their asses kicked. We need some way to road test a more rural friendly message. If you can't live your principles in the bad times, I guess they aren't principles, they're just hobbies. Nice. John Wayne and a tractor have a baby and all you can say is nice. Really nice. Oh my God, it's so nice. Colonel Jack Hastings is our key back into the great now swing state of Wisconsin. He just doesn't know it yet. Can I be completely honest with you? No bull. Be nice. My daughter's here. That was your daughter with her arm up the cow? Guys like me don't know how to talk to guys like you. Do a bottle opener? That's a nice, just a twist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Maybe he does need a bottle. Maybe use your your vest. But I would like to offer my services. Can we quiet the cows, please? To help you run for mayor, dear Lockin. And if you could get some of them to face front. Oh, my God. What do we think? As uh, far as I can tell, this is his second What was his first? Um, It looks like a movie called Rosewater from 2016. Okay. 2014. He was the director, producer, writer. He also had a cameo in Batman v Superman. So. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was probably like on the news. Like, I was too angry during movie the movie. Movie looked cute. It. Yeah, it is a cute movie, right? Yeah, like it's, it looks fun. I I wouldn't turn it off if I came across it and right? it was on TV. No, yeah. I'm not probably also seeing it in the theaters. <laughs> well, and I mean, like from I've been waiting for Stewart to kind of do something. I, whenever he pops up under Colbert's desk, it's 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 a good time. <laughs> like he'll just sh- like the, the running gag on the on the Tonight Show is or the Late Show is. Uh, that he lives under Colbert's desk. Yeah. And then every so often he lets him out to talk about something whenever there's something that only Jon Stewart can talk about. So like any Trump thing that Colbert might get in trouble for or doesn't want to put on him, he lets Jon Stewart out to do it. (laughs) Why, because they can't fire him because he's already left? (laughs) He's not part of it anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just brotherly love. But I, on that note, just quickly, and this is kind of a political topic. Yeah. I, uh, Colbert's impersonation of Trump really grates at me like if you've ever you? heard it yes because he does it like too his much own impersonation yeah oh. if you if you ever i listened to like the the audio versions of a lot of that stuff yep and uh it, it gets a little he it is every second sentence is but i don't know what i'm doing here and I'm just waving my hands for because he always does that dot 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 because he reads out his twit tweet twits his twats yeah <laughs> but he always says and i don't know dot 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 what you're talking about dot 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 i don't do a good trump but it's just it it grates at me compared to some of the other uh like trevor, trevor knows is funny. Or, yeah. or seth myers they do like little bits of it but colbert just does it for too long his whole monologue is pretty much done in yeah. said voice but it annoys me uh, all i'm saying is is that his I, I, you got to leave whatever show you're doing eventually to try new creative things. So leaving the Daily Show, I mean that, like, what, what was that? Twenty years almost, I think he had something like that. Fifteen to twenty for sure. So I've just been waiting for him to kind of make come back and do something. So I'm excited for this because of his humor, right? It's a place for him to put 
all of the 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 missing things in my life that are John Stewart related on the screen. Um, <laughs> it looks but, like some very subtle humor. Yeah, it's going to be smart humor. Not in your face. You humor? mean the yeah. the fist in the cow's ass was very subtle. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's more the idea of it rather than just showing it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the different styles of uh, directors, right? One of them, don't te- don't say anything and they just show you. Yeah. That's not my favorite. <laughs> I like the ones that allude to it. That just dangle the carrot. They, so you showed her. I hope they just show her standing next to the cow, but they don't actually show it taking place. And yeah, she's like on her cell phone or something. The only thing really you hear about is like afterwards. Yeah. Oh, she's the one with her hand up the cow. Chris, you got any... <laughs> Oh, I was going to say this looked like the, the role that Chris Cooper was born to play. <laughs> <laughs> Republican farmer in the Middle East or Middle West, Midwest. Yeah, totally. I'm pretty, sure they just, they, I'm pretty sure they just wrote like, okay, Chris Cooper's character now walks into the room. Can we call him he something different? Cooper. Can we call him something different? No. Chris Cooper's character. <laughs> well, he had that. He was that really hardline military guy from American Beauty. Yep. That's where I kind of knew him. And then... Everything else I've ever seen. There was like some spy thriller he did with Ryan Phillippe. The name. The uh, he was name. really good in adaptation, adaptation. Yes. Ada- oh, my God. Oh, my Nicholas Cage yeah. and uh, Meryl Streep. The the orchid farmer from South Florida. Yeah. I don't remember that one. You, uh, or, or written by Charlie. Uh, Eternal Sunshine. Oh, being, no. being John Malkovich. Uh, Charlie. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Dark indie weird movies. Mark. Yeah, I, I love remember. Yeah. Yeah. Things that don't make it to Netflix. Charlie Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. 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 Um, so, like, theater for everybody? Or I, I'm thinking. Probably not. Yeah. Me neither. Oh, God, know. no. Yeah. No, that, was, no. that was maybe on a. Nah, I'm, I'll be honest. I probably won't ever see that movie. It looks fine. I just don't ever think I'll bother. I don't know. I would watch it at nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday if I got up too early. Like, that's when yeah. I would put that on, right? But uh, yeah. I think I'd, I fall into that category as well. Yeah. No. I, I'd watch it on. The Lifetime Network with all the commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only if they were commercial. And the I'd, edited, I'd watch it for the down. first 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes till it got to the first commercial breaks because the commercial breaks are like seven minutes long. Yeah. And then I would say, oh, I'll just tape it and then watch it two hours from now and skip the commercial. It's That's ba- how I'd watch it. It's a background <laughs> movie, right? It's a movie while you're cleaning the house or yeah. you've got some podcast editing. That's, to do I watched Bridget Jones Diary this week that way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. So you didn't? You did watch a movie. I did watch. You Br- did. I forgot. I watched Bridget Jones. Do you know what movies are, Mark? No. How many diaries would you give it out of? Yes, no kidding. <laughs> How many angry, angry pregnant women would you give it yeah, out of 10? I didn't watch Bridget Jones' Baby, although I recorded it in Christmas. Is that a movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, was I that the trilogy? Three of them now. Oh <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Bridget jones verse. I figured out Hugh <laughs> Grant, Bridget, speaking Bridget, of Hugh Grant, Bridget just played Jones's himself divorce. in all of those. <laughs> That's what's next, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, co- it's copying crisis. the born identity situation. <laughs> Talk about type Bridget t- Jones' retirement fun cut. <laughs> I'm not uh, a big Renee Zellweger fan, but anyways, she's uh I haven't seen much about Judy, but I think I think she's gonna steamroll right into the Oscars with yeah with her like she really she's she's doing a Christian Bale or a Daniel Day Lewis like she really got into that role and it's really weird to watch because like she I think Judy I'd Garland like her, was, was didn't have an easy life. I'd like her as that I don't yeah. think I liked her in the romantic comedy role she's given Hollywood shit too like at, at the at the SAGs and at the at the Golden Globe, she was like, I'm so glad to be back and out of the nosebleed section. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, I know you can say whatever you want during your speech, but don't shit on the, the industry that's giving you work right now. Like, the, do that behind the scenes. It's just, it's a thank you for remembering I exist. Really? Yeah. That's, it, I don't know. I'd feel hurt. Uh, well, I mean, Oscars, I'm, speaking of next weekend, aren't they? Yeah, next yeah, weekend. Oh. Yeah. 
Are you guys excited? Um, <laughs> no, no, not not really. Raise the roof. Yeah, yeah. I, we talked about <laughs> who's hosting. Uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if he just shows up and does the doesn't does a monologue and then walks off. I actually don't like, know who's hosting. Do you guys know? They're, or you they're could opting get, out. You can I don't think they have a host. Yeah. yeah. So the, they should just do a Muppet version of Kevin Hart. Oh God, that would. Would be we genius. all complain about that? No. Can you get mad at Muppet version of Kevin Hart? You can't get mad at Muppets in general. Sure, you can. <laughs> no, you can. Have you seen their show okay, on NBC? Have you seen when Depp ran into Kermit the Frog on one of the Pirates of the Caribbean red carpets? He's so weirded out by it. Yeah. And it turns out he's not a puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, like Johnny, who, Johnny Depp? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton's just controlling him from yeah. the side. Wave to the people, Johnny. <laughs> We're going to make scissor hands, too. How? <laughs> I died. That's my impression of Depp, by the way. How? How? You know they're doing a Pirates movie with Zac Efron coming out? Oh. Yeah, like I think of he's, the Caribbean. Yeah, I think he might be even doing the Jack Sparrow. Oh, like it's, like, this is why they no. took them off Disney Plus. Did you guys notice? Yes, that? They, they took did. all the Pirates movies off Disney Plus because it's I think it's their twentieth or something anniversary coming up. So they're waiting for that. It, so they can yeah, be, like, be coming out out of the vault. Oh God, and that movie Disney will come out vault. at probably the same time. And now they'll it's just gonna have be like a weird reboot. Thing. We're gonna be hearing a lot of Pirates things coming up. That really bothers me. In a mark, like in a marketing sense, because they promised everybody the vault would come open. They didn't for think the, I'd notice. I know, and there, there was been, there's been articles all over line about how they started stripping shit down mm-hmm. and then remodifying it because obviously it's your first six months of streaming. Like, yeah. calm the fuck down. Like, give it a year before you start doing this. I haven't. I, uh, it's got def- my first. It's run f- out of three s- month yet. It's run out of stream. You, I I haven't Disney <laughs> Plus yet. No, I haven't actually watched it in. I'd say I haven't watched it this year. Oh, I uh, I do Simpsons. Not even Simpsons. Yeah, but if it's not Simpsons, it's, there's pretty much nothing else. No, nope. I didn't even sign up for my first free week or month or whatever. Yeah, it's it was. like it was only a week. I didn't Mando. I haven't seen a Mandalorian yet. You haven't Mandoed. I haven't. We Mando'd. haven't finished that. Yeah. That's yeah. That's fair. I did watch Mando. <laughs> the Mando show. Although the Mandalorian is available, really, on. what it's called. <laughs> All your favorite pirating services, also, you can get them on. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. You have to show me your phone later before you leave, Mark. Well, I started watching The Outsider too. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, The Outsiders. No, he's Outsider. <laughs> Outsiders is great. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. I you wish guys. I was named Soda Pop. The, <laughs> the, the train is leaving the station. They it's going, going into TV. Away. Let's go back to movies. All right, all right. <laughs> so let's get this debate on the road. Um, which uh, this I picked this one because there's. <laughs> Really, because of Donut Gate, that was kind of half the reason I picked it because it was so fucking current. Um, but I, I thought, you know, we Kicks haven't. The wrapper under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here with an O Donuts wrapper too. Yeah. Um, but we haven't, we haven't done like a situational like who would be a great what in a, in a while. So um, today's that's a, that's the sound of local ingredients. <laughs> o Donuts, if you've ever listened. We would we would take a lovely box and talk about you for God, days. God, we're out. hungry. Yeah, no, the, uh, we don't have tax money to pay for them. But you know, <laughs> so uh, the whole debate. So forty dollars. <laughs> None of us have forty dollars. <laughs> the whole debate is based it's on a liberal amount of money. Would you shut up? <laughs> You're funny, but just let me get this out. You guys are being very conservative. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So the whole debate today is based on the premise of who would make a great prime minister, right? We all have political leanings. We're either left or right or in the middle or we don't give a shit. And I figured the easiest way to talk about your political agenda or your political beliefs would be maybe to pick somebody you would think would be a good 
um, ambassador on those beliefs or on those changes, right? Instead of being like, I'm liberal, I'm conservative. Well, you're wrong, and I'm right. There's too much of that shit, yeah. right? So, and this is a funner way to do it. Um, but so, I am right. So. You, <laughs> I have you're a fucking that. good artist for like, you know, 20 minutes. Like, for all of you uh, in the U.S. that are, are listening to this, the, the three of you, um, <laughs> Everybody, no, the, the conservatives yeah. Yeah. are the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, in this, yeah. this yes. debate, yes. Kind, yes. kind of. <laughs> yeah. uh, the liberals are kind of the Democrats. Yeah. yeah, and we have two other parties. We have one party <laughs> called the Green Party, which is one. one no, or, they're not all about weed. Yeah, <laughs> as much as they do. It's like more it, about though. the environment. Yes, and then the NDP, which kind of take from both parties and then walk their own line. Yeah. And then there's Bloc Québécois. Oh yes, yeah. It's we the should. French version of all those. Uh-huh. Oh. I wish I was making that. In French. What was the other one that kind of popped up in this last election? Like the People's PC or oh, something? Yeah. There was two they're conservative parties. Like the far right. Yeah. They're yeah. quite horrible. Yeah. yeah. So they're Republicans, basically. They're the far right. Yeah. Uh, far right. <laughs> <laughs> Almost translucent. Whichever way you land, wouldn't it be fun if you could take one of your favorite movie characters and place them in the position of the prime minister, which, as Marks mentioned, for those who don't know our Canadian governmental system, the prime minister is your president. Yeah. States, right? And we haven't had a Ronald Reagan yet in running the country. <laughs> no. We, <yeah. laughs> we need a movie actor uh, slash true. character well, Trudeau running the country. Well, Trudeau kind of with... He was right? in some sort of weird acting things. Yeah. I remember the who was, was a Colbert teacher. showed the video of him. <laughs> Uh, rolling downstairs. It's a talent of his. <laughs> like the, our current, do? our current, yeah, our current one. There's a oh. video of him. Uh, I can fire. It uh, wasn't up he in Aladdin? Talk. Oh no, wait, that was just the that was uh, <laughs> was a party. Hey. That wasn't a movie. <laughs> Anyways, so the the premise around the debate today was to avoid previous pictures of our prime ministers. Yes, and act as a campaign manager for your choice, whatever character you pick. Argue what great qualities that they would bring to the position of prime minister. Um, if you had a slogan, that's great. If you didn't, no big deal. Um, and then lastly, like one or two things that you would change, right? Based on either your character's beliefs or your beliefs, right? Didn't matter who fucking cares. Um, so to start off this lovely conversation of ours, Chris, are you ready to go or do you want me to step it up here? I found the video of Trudeau falling downstairs. (laughs) Oh, sweet. We're going to post that online too. Um, like, does he fall? Like it's like a pratt Yeah, he's demonstrating. I won't really want to, he's demonstrating to a guy what he's going to do. And here, he, he let me just. Physical comedy. It's only like a right. Couple, so Didn't if think you, can all, if you can all see, hopefully, is it, is it, a, is it a bit? Oh wow! Yeah. Holy shit! And then he just falls down the stairs. But <laughs> 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 I can fill it, fish. That's my secret talent. I, what the fuck? How do you practice falling down the stairs? And he does a really good job at it. He, it looks it like looks a like stunt, like a stunt man. No, he's fine. He's he's with us today. So. <laughs> he's got a bum shoulder, but he's good. <laughs> At least for four more years. It's, it's just constantly out of place. <laughs> yeah. well, do, before we go on, do we think his beard should stick around? Or I have no problem with the beard. I like What's the beard? everyone going off? I know, beard? right? Like these these minuscule things. Like the country needs so many different things changed, and you're you're focusing on his purchase of of <laughs> bearded local... hippie buys donuts from local store. Right? What the hell? <laughs> I've never been in Winnipeg, but I'm still pissed about it. Yeah. I love the argument when people are like, "Why didn't you just go to?" Tim's like, why would he go to Tim's? Why is garbage? What? And they're not they're they're it's an American frozen. owned company it's now. Nothing. Yeah, like they're 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 a pretender. They're not. Yeah, didn't they get bought out? They by got bought out. Yeah, I think like a Brazilian yeah. company owns Burger. all of that too. Yeah, yeah. they're owned and, and owned. Disney. So it's not even that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's where the coronavirus came from. <laughs> it's, it's all, all, all topical. <laughs> 
All right, Chris, lead us off with this one. Well, I had American uh, Tony Stark. Jarvis, drop my needle. From the Iron Man movies, it's okay. We choice. love him so much. We'll give him. We'll give him dual citizenship. Yeah, you know why not? He's so rich and powerful. I feel like he'd be, and he's got a lot of charisma for a personality. Kind of yeah. like Trudeau really goes off his charisma. Um, so that was kind of my, as opposed to his his falling downstairs <laughs> <laughs> talents. So yes. you know he's a he's a rich playboy billionaire. He's got lots of monies to. Help out with the Stark. Yeah, so, that, that's a good uh, good person to run a country. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I, know. I, I was talking. I was thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, that'll probably be a point that they'll. Re- that, that feels like it's against the law to do. Like, but we'll let you finish. But yeah. you're, you've lost I'll, already. I'll, 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 in this fantasy world, people are like, people are is. just giving up. They're like, yeah, the corporations can run stuff if they if we believe it's good. So he's got a lot of good initiatives. I feel uh, that he's running with. He lives in a big building with his name on it. Yep. Uh, which is now in downtown so Toronto. Downtown Toronto. Downtown so Toronto. He lives in the CN Tower now. Okay. He converted it. Converted yes! it. Yes. It's now the TS Tower. But so he's got he's got three different initiatives that he's, he wants to get going. Uh, okay. There's the clean energy initiative. Uh, he's vented the arc reactors. He wants to make that oh. just nationwide in all the cities. Uh, so it'd be like really a lot of clean energy that yeah. would save billions of dollars for citizens and taxes and stuff like that to go towards paying for infrastructure for, for sure the power that we use now um so that would be that's the big one that he wants to really you know it's time that we the world is maybe dying let's let's fix this now why wait kind of this isn't a rumor it's true. no it's true um the second one uh, i didn't really come up with a name for this one um but it's his uh because of all his uh tech that he's able to invent with uh the arc reactors and stuff um this he would feel would cut down greatly on military spending because we don't need Thousands and thousands of soldiers going over to fight military. Now we can use more drones, all more that iron stuff. Men. More Iron Men. Yes. Exactly. It's called uh, the, the Avengers Initiative. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with all the with all the savings uh, that comes from this, uh, a lot of that could go to helping our veterans, uh, making sure that they're always all right and never have to worry moving forward. I think actually veterans in Canada are treated a little better it's, than the States, but not by much. Not by much. Canada, we're going to call it the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> the H. The Avengers. The the third one, the third one's all about youth. Uh, it's getting more money into science programs because as we go into the future, it's really important that I think our children. Yes. Uh, our young really, Spider-Man. Our young Spider-Man. That's where the, that's the, the Tom Hollands of yep, the world. Exactly. The Peter Parkers of the Your friendly the neighborhood students. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Some of you may or may not be Spider-Man. <laughs> that's a sacrifice we're willing to make. Uh, whoop, clicked away from it. Um, yeah, so with as the science tech world expands, it's important that children understand these wondrous new things, teaching them all the basics from nanotechnology to exactly how arc reactors work uh, and everything in between. The children are the future, and this bill would be called the Young Avengers Initiative, uh, <laughs> setting up oh. our children for the future. Uh, because I was kind of going, I guess, is there a second... Is there vice prime ministers? <laughs> There's your cabinet. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, your cabinet. Because I was, I, if you guys were going to ask, like, oh, who'd be your VP? I filled my whole cabinet. <laughs> well, the VP came prepared. No. The is, v- is that, how we, even sound, is that how we sound to you, Chris? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I had his second in command was going to be uh, Black Widow. Um, nice. Uh, the general of the army was going to be James Rohde. Um, which I think he'd appoint it. But again, this was me kind of thinking, America, we don't really care as much about who our general is here in Canada. 
Um, so anyways, uh, for his campaign campaign uh, slogan, um, I had a couple of choices. At first, it was going to be we are Iron Men, but that's, <laughs> that felt too, I don't know, dystopian. Um, so it's a little bit more punny. It's called uh, Ironing Out Canada. Oh, zing. So. <laughs> And I am Tony Stark. <laughs> you are not Tony Stark. I am. We are. <laughs> I am Tony Stark. You are my Starkian. Oh, can I go first? <laughs> you mean second? Yes. yes. Have no, Adam. I mean, no. Oh, first Adam. Go Adam. Yeah. Go nuts. Go nuts. Like spoiler alert, Chopper, you guys. Sick balls. Everyone at home, we do. We know each other's picks beforehand, and I just want to say, I feel like Tony Stark, out of all of them, is the most likely to have done blackface. Because <laughs> um, of Robert Downey like, Jr. Yeah, like in his in his private life, he probably did something a little too. There's yeah, risque. he he has a little bit of a shady past. But yeah, like somewhere tropical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where there's lots of thunder. <laughs> oh, he bridged that there. Interesting. Um, yeah, like all people, there's definitely going to be uh, you know some skeletons in the closet. And his, his previous arms we'd... dealership scares me. Yeah, well, he's uh, that all came to fruition, and he didn't want to give up his weapons and all that, so he realized the error of his ways and moved to Canada. And moved to Canada, <laughs> and I really and became and ruler. established their own military up there with his own drones, <laughs> becoming the second greatest power in the world. <laughs> is it just me, or is everybody world. waiting for Elon Musk to have a drone that yeah. looks like Iron Man? <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. He probably has one. He yeah. basically is Tony Stark. <laughs> it's an Iron Man yeah. suit at home. Yeah, I think that's his role model. He's probably got a picture yeah. of Tony Stark just waiting for the tape to wear out. He calls it above the, his bed every the, night. The Great the Falcon suit. <laughs> <laughs> I I like his pick. I like a guy who would shake shit up, right? Like in a good way. Who's got you know the charm and the pizzazz and everything. But I feel that he's got a long list of enemies. Like he would never yeah. be able to get shit done. Well, we kind of defending himself. We kind of do have politicians right now that are stirring shit up. But whether or not that's a good thing, what some of them are doing. Yeah. <laughs> what I want to know does he sign on to the Sokovia Accord? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Is> Canada again. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but I, the 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 money thing. I mean, there is there's this place in the world called America, and they elected a billionaire, and and I mean billionaire quotations quotations. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> billionaire by tax write offs is not a billionaire by any means. So I the the is he taking some of his money and putting it into the because I mean he's got lots of money right like is that or it would be a or is it going into a trust it's going to be a and, collaboration with uh, Stark Industries okay would so be involved okay so he'd be getting government contracts on, yeah, on his own yeah yeah pretty okay. much I know that's dicey but you know but if, if it's you for trust the, the guy, greater right? good yeah no I agree with you if you're in with, this world people do go to jail and he'll be fine yeah no Mark you got any uh, qualms I I, I I think I've expressed most of them. But, uh, <laughs> That he's a billionaire running a country, which we know doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, We all fear it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. What, uh, where's his political leanings? Old. Uh, That's a good question. Anthony there. Um, <laughs> Antonio Stark. <laughs> Antonio Stark. <laughs> he shall forever be named Antonio Stark. Uh, neoliberal? <laughs> is that one? <laughs> they sound like two cool words together. <laughs> they do. What is the neo... I mean, the neo is the new, right? So the new liberal, new right? liberals, new liberals. Sure. Okay. That sounds good. Sure. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Right now. Oh, no, <laughs> just make sure it's not. It's a... just an offset of Nazism. <laughs> cool. <laughs> huh. Guess you lose then. Yeah. <laughs> Neoliberal. Okay. All right. Well, and moving on here, I will. Uh, well, I'll go next. I picked. Uh, 
I I picked a guy who who's like the I, in my mind he's the people's champ. I picked Ferris Bueller from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. A, you can never go too far. B, if I'm gonna get busted, it is not gonna be by a guy like that. Come on, Abe. I I started with the fact that he'd be good with a budget, because if you think about that whole fake bet Bueller in bed scenario from the beginning of the movie, where like the snoring is happening and like the whole room is built into a contraption, he works with what he's got. He doesn't, you know, he didn't go out and buy a bunch of new shit. He, he used his computer and, and, and sound effects and the keyboard and strings and everything. So if he's got a tight budget to work with, I feel that he's going to use what he has instead of digging deep into the public coffers. So make right? use of the current resources. Make use of the current resources. To fool the of, country. To fool the country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That he's I, in the good. office the entire time. <laughs> really. It's really just Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> it's just he's, Cameron's behind everything. Uh, Cameron was in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Home. Let my Cameron go. <laughs> uh, he's inspiring. I mean, the guy got sick. He also in wears the, a Red Wings jersey. He does, yes, Yeah. Love um, me some Cameron. When he got sick, it was kind of like a class president atmosphere, right? Like everybody at school was rallying behind him. People who didn't even know him were rallying behind him. So I feel that when you put him on the road, if you're going to school with Ferris for, say, three years and you have no idea who he is and you're willing to donate to his sick cause, quote unquote, then putting him in front of people who don't know who he'd be, he'd be inspiring, right? You know, lift people up. And and he's and and, and he's silly, was, right? Okay. In, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, silly. Yeah. Right. So you took a picture of this, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta mark my notes. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the I feel he would do really well in in debates and working with in a bipartisan environment. And I pull that from the fact that he had to go over to Cameron's house, convince Cameron not only to get out of bed, and Cameron's suffering from you know a laundry list of ailments but also depression mostly just depression. mostly just depression yeah uh, just crippling depression, crippling depression. but it was yeah. hilarious but he convinces him to let him use his dad's car and if you're working with people who are on the other side of the aisle from you who say are incredibly left-leaning you're gonna have to sit down in a room and become bipartisan at some point right yeah. so his his convincing nature I feel would be great when you're working with the opposite people across the aisle and working, trying to convince people of his campaign strategies and his changes. Um, what else did I put down here? Uh, public speaking. He'd be great at it. The float scene. Natural. Right? Yeah. Natural. Uh, oh, okay. I see Mark has put notes down here. What do they say? Mark uh, destroyed Ferrari wastes resources. Oh, I have. He is a shyster. <laughs> I knew these dry erase forms were going to come in handy. I would argue that being a shyster would make him a better politician. That you, not who I want. Okay, fair enough. I get it. But there because are at first you wouldn't know, and then it would come to light. Wait a minute, right. he's just he's been shysting us. He's been shysting us for his <laughs> we own. We thought he was in bed the whole time. Can we just say shyst a few shyst. more times. Shyst. <laughs> I don't even know if I spelt it right. <laughs> it looks as right. Shyster. <laughs> I, I also, that's, I also just shitter in German. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, please, please tweet or text us or email us the proper pronunciation and spelling. Uh, he can also, I feel, never admit to his own faults and is always finding a way. Yeah, to I get, can see to, that. to come out on top, which is really infuriating when you're the commoner watching these <laughs> when politicians. You're the Cameroner. Yeah, the Cameroner. <laughs> yeah, because he always gets screwed. I did every uh, time. I did think of. Yeah, every, Cameron's the little man. I I'd agree. He did not help his friends because, or I'd say he wouldn't help his friends because he destroys, like Mark pointed out, the Ferrari, and then just like, well, 
Peace you, out. Oh, hang you, on. You. He's loyal. He sticks. Around. Well, okay. He, he, he waited till the dad around. came home, <laughs> and then Cameron is promptly murdered. But okay, so Cameron we seemed psyched about it. But when we get home, <laughs> yeah. we have to reverse the mute. miles on the car, right? Yeah, we have to he, cover up what we yeah, did. Yeah, cover ups. Cover up. He's all about cover ups. <laughs> yes. Mate. Yeah, okay, that one. I missed that one. But like, he also stole a car. I'm ah, no, 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 no. He, Yes, he did steal a car. <laughs> okay. I look at him <laughs> hanging around trying to reverse the miles on the car as loyal. Yes. I know what you're saying. He did steal a car, and he did try to cover things up. Those are he's, two things you don't want a human being running the country. To, he's loyal to the people that are close, but is he going to be loyal to the people? Uh, again, point, counterpoint. All these things are coming up in my head. His sister doesn't <laughs> like him. His sister no. fucking hates him. And Charlie Sheen likes but his she, sister. No, she respects him in the end, though, because she doesn't narc him out to the principal. That's true, when she does have the final right, so final I, say on him. I think people have this weird respect for Ferris, or maybe they want to be Ferris, and so they're willing to just follow his word. I'm He's, not trying to I've, help Mike here. Just, no, I've heard, the, actual, I'm I've heard the theory that actually Ferris doesn't Bueller. exist, and it's all in it's Cameron's right. head. Um, this kind of almost like a fight club thing where he's like, oh, this is who I'd actually want to be, where everyone would love me. He's and, dating Sloan. And I can just do, yeah, yeah, dating Sloan, do Ooh. anything, like take over a parade. and So Cameron and Bueller are the same people? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's a Tyler Durden. Uh, my slogan, I don't believe in the Beatles, but you can believe in me. I'm Ferris Bueller, and I approve this message. Uh, and my changes. It I takes would do... up a lot on the poster. It does, yeah. It has a lot of graphics. <laughs> and there. then like, just a little picture of Ferris at the bottom. <laughs> Holding up a sign with Paul McCartney's face with like an X through it. Uh, I would I would go, obviously go to a four day school week, right? Mm-hmm. Because the whole purpose of the movie is to skip school. But with the little bit of research that I did, and by little bit I mean less than ten minutes, I did find that a shorter work week or school week. I was gonna say work does, week would sell me more than a school week. Yeah, not in school. Yeah, I don't does. know if I target the under eighteen crowd. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the non you anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who can't vote for you anyways? We'll get you when you're out of high school, and then I won't care. Please get your parents to vote. Yeah. Five years, <laughs> come see me. Well, yeah, either either or. I just yeah. thought about. Uh, deconstructing the work week school week in general because it is proven that less time in the office creates more, more attention to detail workers, more yeah. effect more effectiveness so on and so forth i agree with that yeah right like four 10 hour days instead of well i have that fifth day to fuck around right or i can go out and get drunk tonight or what have you um you take that away Make Friday the permanent weekend. Exactly. I'm in. Yeah, instead of working for the fucking weekend. <laughs> and that's coming from someone who does not work. <laughs> <laughs> but you just want to feel that yeah. it's okay to be... <laughs> exactly. You want one less one day. one more day that I don't feel like a piece of shit for not doing anything. <laughs> totally. Uh, and then uh, better mental health attention in schools, right? Because Cameron's obviously walking around. But he and... doesn't help Cameron's <laughs> mental health. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that he helps his <laughs> mental health. I'm saying that as being a friend of a person with bad mental health, he would have a uh, high school initiative that would focus on mental health at an earlier age. Right. Right. So if you were, say, you know, bumming around in high school like Cameron is and you, you're like laden in bed with tons of blankets, not wanting to go there, you'd be diagnosed and then you'd have some one on one time with a counselor. Right. To kind of nice. get, you know, right. Just <laughs> good job. Uh, Mike. There we go. So um, I feel that we we tore me apart during it, but feel free to continue on if there's anything. left. What about his uh, oh, his more. fiscal responsibilities? Well, would uh, they be anyone, anyone, uh, anyone? trickle down? economics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does come from an upper middle class home. Right. And it's I don't know. I, I, I tried to find any sort of fiscal responsibility in this. And I did look at it with, with the fact that his bedroom is made out of, you know, moving parts of things around the house. So 
I, I don't know how he would do with a budget, but I feel that he would make the best of what little he had at his means. And by that, Jimmy, tell us. <laughs> 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 all right, well, uh, yeah, we're yeah, all happy uh, with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Ferris. I like him. Yep, I, He's a teenage hero. I don't know. If so I'm wait, are we voting character. for him now or him as his teenage self? We're just I kind of have the same. Yeah, we're voting for his character. We're not voting for his age. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I would. I would vote I him prime that. minister of my high school. Right. Like if. Isn't that just a valedictorian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do they have class presidents now? I didn't. We had one in my high yeah. school. Yeah. It wasn't you, was it? No, it was not me. <laughs> but no. you ran. Uh, <laughs> I think I held a sign for somebody, but That's I nice. definitely didn't like try to. Uh, no, I'll tell you off episode what I did in high school to never be high school president. <laughs> I see Mike Moore is like digging up the dirt on the people that are running for president. And... I'll be your fact checker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be your private Writing a scathing story in the school newspaper to get them. Detailed. Yeah, like what teacher was fucking what teacher behind <laughs> behind closed doors or so. Yeah, seems a little more Why Mikey. did you give Polaroids? Yeah. <laughs> Before we continue, I had a teacher who actually took us all aside and was like, okay, so you guys want to know like who's sleeping with who and what? who's gay and. And and I'm like, uh, obviously you're 17. And you're like, yes, I want to know. And he like for an hour. Jeez, like, why? Just, what I'm happened like, I, in the teacher's lounge that made him do that? I don't know what he was so mad at, but like he just basically went in just on everybody. Went off. Everybody's secrets were out in the open. <laughs> a man scorned. And he's a psychologist. Yeah, he was clearly. a psychology teacher That's too. So I don't worse. know if it was like a lesson <laughs> or if it was just him airing grievances. Airing grievances. It's the latter. I think so. Um, Is okay. this on Festivus? <laughs> <laughs> the airing of grievances. Jimmy, take us through the second half. Uh, well, for my person, I picked uh, Bartleby Gaines from the movie Accepted. That's Justin Long's character. I don't know how long. People haven't really seen this. People have seen it, but they don't remember it. It's a teenage People it's need coming to see of it. age comedy. For it's a great coming it's of very age funny. comedy. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what? I'm sorry. What, what, what do you want? When I got accepted here, it was the first time my parents ever said they were proud of me. <laughs> Uh, obviously he's a great political speaker in the same way Ferris is where he can just and it's not just something that's prepared he can do it off the cuff like when uh, all well, the students are packed into the theater at uh, South Harmon the first time he is able to bounce from not telling them he's going to accept them into his college to saying yeah we can do this uh, you're all accepted here now everybody that comes here will be accepted we accept your flaws we accept this and they really rally behind him almost immediately and it works and he's so good at it the other time he does that in the movie is near the end when he's like i this was this was the speech i did for the greatest speech episode that we had yeah and he convinces a board of college officials to let his college continue as like a <laughs> That's under like a probation period and his college should not get this at all like this it should not be running in any way but he is able to convince them to do it so a wonderful public speaker you can get people to change their minds on a whim incredible stuff um you want that when you're yeah. when you're talking to the to the base that you don't have so he runs this institution of higher learning yes <laughs> yes he does oh god this a credit is this an ivy league school or uh, is it is not an ivy league <laughs> school. do you want to know what its acronym is because it's got the best uh, it's I the south Harmon institute of technology uh, of course it is otherwise known as <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> welcome to shit and how did he create shit uh shit came about when he was not accepted into any colleges for being too average too normal for not knowing what he wants to do in the future and his whole life he has heard the three crucial rules if you 
want to be a successful person, you go to college. If you want to make money, you go to college. If this, you want to go to college, right? But not everyone gets in to college, okay? So it's nice that he's created a place where everyone feels accepted. He's a very forward-leaning. I yeah, think. it's progressive. Everybody's in, you know? It's uh, it's helpful. He's a progressive bullshitter. Now, because <laughs> the whole school's a sham. <laughs> exactly, it's not a sham. It is now an accredited university under a probationary. This degree. is true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, he provides a board where everyone can pick their own laws. Not pick. Sorry, not pick their own laws to follow, but to create a law that you feel just, and then people can choose whether or not that law is just. It's a much more. I see where you're going with this. He's very grassroots. Exactly. It's it's. It lets the people decide, you know, it's a, it's a very, I don't know the word, but y- I, I think you understand what I'm getting at. Um, Hang on. Let me, let me help you out here for a second. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to bring this up <laughs> at the end. You go on. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, he's got a great chef and his friend Glenn who takes <laughs> over the culinary <laughs> aspects of the school. Uh, I feel that's important because now the national champion football teams and basketball teams won't have to eat fucking McDonald's when they go <laughs> visit a prime minister or president. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine pulling up at the fucking White House? Just like, brutal. And 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 like the the fanciest building in all of America, and you're getting a Big Mac that you're you getting can get Arby's. any fucking <laughs> Just, day of the week. Yeah, brutal. Uh, so, yeah, he's a great chef. Uh, everyone will be provided with Glenwads um, if they are hungry. Uh, I consider Tell everybody what a Glenwad is, please. A Glenwad is the combination of every delicious flavor ever made. <laughs> he comes running out. Yeah. I'm playing with some extreme flavors in there. <laughs> some organic herbs. It's beautiful. Um, he'll mow your lawn if you ask politely. Um, and this I think it's true. very important for a prime minister to connect with the people. So That's if, he, oh, if the you commoners, ask him to mow your yeah. lawn, he will do it. Especially Blake Lively. Exactly. Especially yeah. if you were a hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> Great health care. As you know, his friend's hands has a, has a broken leg, and he offers him a scholarship to the school, knowing that hands can no longer go to the school that he likes. He has a scholarship to play football at another school, breaks his ankle, can't go there, and he, now he's given a second chance at life by going to South Harmon Institute of Technology. And basically, South Harmon would take over as Canada. <laughs> <laughs> So instead of going on to something fruitful, he went to shit. Yes. <laughs> okay. As it always does. It always goes to shit. But right? he then learns what Do you think our whole country was. should go to shit? <laughs> <laughs> or is it already no. there? I will say it should go to the acronym shit. <laughs> That's what the slogan is. Let our country go to shit. I love all the things. What you're saying is you're saying you've got a very people. Yes. He's fo- very people oriented. Very people oriented. But at the same time, I feel that in today's society... People are shit? Well, no, not <laughs> their shit. Um, I feel that because he will let anybody come in, mm-hmm. um, I feel that giving an award to everybody is not... Like, it's I feel that he'll... award, like, Mike. He gives you the opportunity to be your best you. I like, f- when Hans broke his leg, he then took up woodworking, his true passion, and was very good at it. So I'm, it's... I feel if he was giving out government contracts, he would give them out to anybody because he wouldn't <laughs> want to let them not have the chance to succeed at life, even though if that said company had never done the job before. Mike, have you ever no been rejected? History. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. And <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> so many. Look at this. Look at this. Then you should know how he feels. This doesn't walk into a room and command it, okay? This has to work for attention. I wouldn't give me the contract either. <laughs> I understand your point. I'm pretty well done. Would you guys like to shit on me for a while? Uh, Chris, I just think he's almost like a bargain bin version of Ferris Bueller. Uh, <laughs> kind of, 
kind of the two, the two for one. But he's, he's not so much shyster. He just he's he's just always caught in fibs and deflecting and going like he's classic politician, I guess. Yeah. Um, but That's I just I, I just don't want that. <laughs> but um, you don't know that when you're like voting. I, yeah, which which is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the ballot. <laughs> like. I will say uh, all the money that he takes in from the students for his school goes all of it goes back into the school. Okay, like he builds them a half pipe. He gives Glenn the kitchen that he wants. He gives them all the tools and everything they need. He fixes the pool. Uh, everything that they spend goes back to them. Like you, I, okay, so you're so. saying that everything that gets spent in from taxes, from yeah, the Canadian it will actually go back. Will go to back. Us. Hopefully. Well, it, sh- it does in the movie, so That's I don't true. know why you wouldn't. In- yeah, well, in- <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, this, is, this is all fantasy, so you're <laughs> you're allowed to create your own ending. <laughs> uh, it I, works out, is what you're saying. I do like it. I do. I do like somebody who's for the commoner instead of for big business, and you know. And he's actually there. He's not pretending to be sick, Michael. That's true. Uh, <laughs> fair. My my prime minister would be off in Chicago, <laughs> driving around in some at fancy the Cubs game. at the Cubs game, <laughs> pretending to do shit on a Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Mark. You want to close out here? Are you are you p- pulling apart your own thing just oh. for us? <laughs> of, of, just for entertainment value? <laughs> okay. So on. Uh, All right. Because I didn't like really pay attention to what you guys were picking, and I just picked <laughs> on my own. Yeah, yeah. Then, um, as you should, when I when we threw it in, I I kind of got the the third uh, college uh, dude, if you will. Yeah, we all just right? picked frat dudes. God yeah. damn it! We now, really did. now, because Tony Stark was in a frat, you know he was. <laughs> I will argue that uh, a Van, hazing from Tony Stark. I would is going I would argue that sense. Ryan Reynolds Van Wilder is the anti-frat dude at a college. All you need are the three fundamentals. Senate candles, massage oil, and Barry White. Write that down. I'd agree. Yeah, okay. And I'm going to give you these reasons why. Okay. That I picked Ryan Reynolds, the only Canadian (laughs) that would be eligible to be our prime minister (laughs) in this entire group. If he wins, it's because of that. So then Wilder comes from money. His successful business father has sent him to uh, his business father. Well, businessman father, right? Yeah. Not enough time for him, but he's paid for him to go off to Coolidge College. Seven years, right? Seven years. He's in his seventh wonderful year at Coolidge College. Um, still hasn't quite decided what he wants to do with his future, but he's settled in quite nicely to college life. Um, now, right from the start, right, we get introduced to Van Wilder, who you can tell he's kind of the big man on campus. Um, but he's liked by everybody. Oh, yeah. Right? Right off the start, you see him uh, taking uh, a teacher's parking spot, but the security, <laughs> who is Booger from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Um, sides with Van, Van, Van. over top yeah. of... Uh, 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 I can't remember what the... Dean. No, well, he's not, not a dean. dean. He's, he's a professor. McCoogan or something yeah. like that. Anyways, so clearly he's got law enforcement on his side. Right, the military. Booger is law enforcement. <laughs> well, it's the law enforcement in the college. Yeah, you're right. He's auditioning um, his uh, uh, assistants. Right, everybody. He's got a lineup like around the auditorium of people that want to just work close to him and learn from him. Um, and he goes through, and he ends up picking, you know, uh, uh, an Indian exchange student who's he sees in him played by Cal Penn. You know, played by Cal Penn, whose name is actually Calpen. And last name, and he, he, he anglicized just, it to Cal Penn, but oh. his first name's Culpin. Like, 
Hmm. Indian name? I didn't no. know that. Yeah. Fun fact. Anglicized his name. You're not going to win us over with fun facts What's his name in the movie? Taj? Raj? His name is Taj Mahal Islamabad or something. Jesus Christ. Taj goes full. I actually saw an interview with him how he's talking about going full Indian for this and how he would never do it with the accent and everything else. But he's glad he did because it springboarded into a bunch of stuff. Anyway, so he sees him. Kumar? Sorry. Yes. So he sees in Taj this young man that's got a lot of potential. And he wants to take him under his wing. So he's he's very fair. He's, you know, relations with uh, with immigrants. Incredibly good. Okay, immigration. Right? Um, waiting for that one to come up. Right when Taj uh, becomes his assistant, there there's a scene. They're walking down the hall and explains, you gotta, you got to stay on top of my schedule here. Because uh, uh, twice a week or, or every second week, I lecture the freshman crisis group. He says he's spearheading the Save the Swim Team Speedo Spectacular that's coming up, as well as the bloated uh, <laughs> belly beer bash to battle bulimia. I can only so imagine. He's, he's a lot I can of only charity, imagine right? the office that Van Wilder would have so as prime minister. He does. He's he, yeah, exactly. He's working hard, fundraising for charities. It's nice to know that he's working. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, he may, pays a pays a, a visit to Sick Boy to drop him off some yeah. soup. Oh, right. That lump. He's caring for <laughs> the goiter oh, on his God. neck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I mean, there he's he's caring about our our sick and wounded, right? He doesn't leave them behind. <laughs> You're right, right? This is all a microcosm of the country, right? The university. Um, so he goes on to uh, he's at the basketball game, right? The team's losing. He goes in. The coach is trying to to instill some confidence in the basketball team. No, he's not even no. <laughs> Van Wilder comes in. Gives the motivational speech to the basketball team who goes out and destroys the team in the second half and wins the basketball. So, again, motivational speaking, right? He can get through to the people. The people want to work hard for him. Uh, he knows how to motivate, right? Uh, he finds that his father's going to cut off his tuition, right? So this is going to be, you know, financial stuff, right? A limited amount of money. Now the, the, the resources are being cut off. What are we going to do to, to accrue new resources, right? So he's... This is this is a so again the microcosm of the country. So he's going to have to do more with less. Um, at the in order to get this tuition going, he uh, ends up sleeping with the like seventy year old tuitions officer. Oh, he does. So uh, willing to make sacrifices to make a deal go through, right? He's uh, but not going to come back and bite him in the ass when he runs for office. <laughs> Hooking up with a gilf, that's not... Right? Um, so he starts helping out college groups. So he gets known, basically, the, the gist of the party, or the gist of the movie, is that he becomes known as the party liaison. Yeah. He throws a big party for the Lambda Omega Omega, basically the nerd fraternity that can't get any girls. They come to him, they offer to pay him for his party services because he's a legendary event organizer, if you will. Uh -huh. What more is a run at a presidency or a prime minister is is politics is just a series of social events where you convince people that you're a likable person this and they true. want to put you at the head. So Van Wilder is arguably the best party organizer that this university or country has ever seen. So he... he Goes on to throw this epic party. He gets written about in the media, <laughs> right? The local school paper um, about how good he is for this. And then all these other groups start coming to him and they want him to conduct their social. So he bridges the gap between the, the Jewish students, the African-American students, the gay and lesbian coalition at the university. Uh, you know, he's, he's just friends to everyone. He finds a way to bring the entire group together under one umbrella. Um, he's, he's not really the only people he's polarizing to 
are like the stuck up rich kids of uh, Delta, uh, or what is it? Delta, Delta I Omega. Delta Iota Kappa, That's the right. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, I mean, I don't have a problem if the only people that don't like him are a bunch of dicks, right? They're, the, they're basically the rich elite that we don't want him being in the pocket of the rich elite, right? So he's got his... his, his Another... Uh, person of the people well right and, he, and he's not in the pocket of the rich business people of the country which we don't want um but he's obviously can, is one of the rich business people right so he comes from money there's but a he potential realizes, for an snc lavalin problem here that's right <laughs> but he knows how to separate that because he he got there because of his dad's money but he says i'm going to do it without my dad's money right so uh he knows how to deal with the press right because the entire movie is Tara him Reed's. and Tara Reed yeah. yep. writing yep. the story She's about him, so he knows how yeah. to, to deal how, with the how press. How old is Tara Reed supposed to be in the movie? Um, she's probably like nineteen or twenty. And how old is Van Wilder in the movie? Twenty-five. Okay, I feel like she might be a bit older if she's already got a career. <laughs> yeah, in she's doing journalism. Okay, I'm uh, just making sure because he's wanna, been in college for seven years. So. I want to yeah. piggyback on something. Kind of weird. Um, you you've got a great laundry list of of qualities that I agree with. But his maturity is in question with me. And, and I and I ask, what would Van Wilder do when someone would present him with the idea that he once filled donuts with jizz of, with with dog jizz of a dog? Metaphor- like how, how, metaphorically. How, how would that no, go over? No, this was over? literally. This was literally. <laughs> this literally happened. Yeah, I, I watched it last night. Sometimes. Can't just say it's a metaphor. When yeah. Sometimes when a certain country. That's what I have. My only right? note is dog-filled jizz. Some, I was going to bring it up. Sometimes okay. when a certain country isn't uh, cooperating with international affairs, okay. you have to metaphorically fill their uh, donuts with uh, jizz. Oh, that, so you're saying. That, well, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't sit well. <laughs> He's not With afraid me. to solve. I'm just problems. imagining the UN right? and your pre- and your prime minister at the UN bringing it's bringing so- donuts. I don't like <laughs> you know when what? dogs get brought up in topics <laughs> or in conversation here. You kill them. Yeah. It's sort of a tro- it's sort of a Trojan horse, if you will. Which is you know, what you were saying about Kevin Hart earlier. It's always someone close that ends up uh, trying to wreck your career. Yes. Well, who's to say that uh, Taj or anyone else in that room? Yeah. Wouldn't say we saw him do this and we have pictures of him doing this because they did take Polaroids, just because they're loyalties. You he's, think he's, they are though, but Kevin Hart thought they were royal though. Yeah, Kevin Hart's royal, not in this movie, whatever. so <laughs> they're royal loyals. I think in terms of the movie, they never really show that they're not loyal. Fair enough. Yeah, like Taj is desperate to learn all. Although I things. never saw the spinoff with Taj where it's no. just him. He's in the rise of Taj. Totally separate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so movie. he gets expelled after he gets framed for letting minors into one of his parties, even yeah. though he, they're being very responsible, IDing everybody. See, with everything with Jeffrey Epstein going on right now, it's, it man, would be hard just, for He got framed. Info. Yeah. Right? He was trying to, he, they show him turn away somebody that's clearly older than the kids that got in, but the dicks frame him and bring all these kids in and get the kids drunk. So he's going to get expelled. I like that they use children instead of like 17 year olds. Exactly. Like children, <laughs> children, right? Future leaders of America. <laughs> this, wait, this happens in the movie? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, it was Why do I not remember They're having a big social so and the, near the end or the, something? The, uh, the dick fraternity. Uh, the guy the who end of the, the girl that keeps wearing like the shirts, like I love dick and yeah. stuff like that. That's their little groupie says, uh, I'm going on a bus tour with the future leaders of America and we can stop by. And he, she brings like some 12 and 10 year olds and gets them hanging <laughs> on. Leaders, and then yeah. they make a phone call and it gets ratted. Yeah, out. yeah, it gets ratted out. So they're basically just trying to frame him. Right. Political I, games. I, I feel like he does have maybe a lot of good intentions, but I feel like there's just some of those scandals that pop up really like make it'd be question. a scandal every other week <laughs> yeah. but see what happens and yeah is, and yeah he might be he might, he might be okay it. with it and get a good really good at getting out of it 
it's still you'd start to lose that like trust in him. Like what's so, going to come out next? But the difference week? is, is Van is true to himself and truthful, and there's people that lie to get him into trouble. Unlike other examples today that actually lie <laughs> and try to get themselves out of trouble. Fine, right? Okay. Point this person, he's a yeah, target because he's so truthful. <laughs> So he's about to get expelled. He decides, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to fight. I'm going to try to graduate after all. All the people that he's helped along the way come to his rescue. The law society, everybody basically gets him uh, that he's going to be able to audit his last six classes and graduate. Uh, the Tara Reed's character, Gwen, discovers that her boyfriend is a dick in real life and <laughs> that well cheated on him. So she's going to come to eventually fall in love with Van. Uh, you know, it all comes around because he's at heart a good person. Um, so, and there's some quotes. I didn't necessarily have a campaign slogan, but what I wanted to do was draw attention to some of the famous quotes that Van says. Some life lessons uh, from Van throughout the movie. Am I supposed to write them down? <laughs> if you want to uh, live your life right. As a matter of fact, <laughs> you do. Um, so, the one that I really like is, where is it here? Uh, it says, oh, it says, Timmy. Listen to me. This kid's about to jump off the building right at the beginning yeah. of the movie. He says, Timmy, listen to me. My name's not Timmy. He says, listen to me. You know what I learned in my seven years here at Coolidge, Timmy? I've learned that you can't treat every situation as a life and death matter because you'll die a lot of times. Oh, it's, Those are some wise words. <laughs> so he's you know, just you, on the road spewing what, these quotes. What I like with your Van Walders, you're really selling the person. Yes. But you're not selling me the idea of him leading a country. Oh, he's leading the university. He's leading the group of people. And he is using the university. He did say microcosm, but at the same time, everybody at university is young, dumb, full of cum versus the so malting. Is the, 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 so is that dog. The balls on that dog. Yeah. Um, his, his composure under stress, another great quote from him, worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. Again. See, super, you're just, yeah. you're just masking it with these, these quotes. <laughs> I'm Meanwhile, showing you he that just he's, basically, I'm showing you that he's a good person. He's <laughs> I mean, not full of shit. Then he's and, saying these things, but he's also jerking off a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So my argument <laughs> is that the reason... Banging that, women to get ahead or whatever. Yeah. Like the well, re, the no. religious right is going to have a field day with this guy. I agree. So what I like about him is that he he's a good person and he wants to not be political. Right. He shows that he gets popular without trying to play people. He's just good to them. I agree with that. I, I think that characteristic I, is great. I, I feel... This is almost uh, what's the politician's name? The judge uh, that went through a huge scandal in the states, oh, Brett no. uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, yeah. Cav yeah. I feel this. He no, Brett run. Kavanaugh's the dickhead <laughs> boy. I feel like I feel a even though uh, Van down. Wilder Van Wilder might be good, he gets he's just smeared. Easy, through Iron Man. He gets smeared <laughs> through here, and it's really tough to sell that image he becomes a target because he's he's a good person yeah and that makes it tough i feel for it does. The, there's a comment the one time group. he's helping out that nerd fraternity and uh terry reed over here is like oh i would have paid him way more than a thousand dollars to throw this party so she, because yeah. you can't put a price on whatever and she says oh i see here that you uh they paid you to throw the party and that's the only reason you did he's like no he said i didn't do it because of the money he said those guys were cool they just other people needed to realize that they were cool in their own way that's very, he, right right to the boat he's he's a good person and that's the kind of person i want to see rise he's a good he can person command a room habits. people want to follow him right he deals with situations he and needs, problems he needs like a handler 
He does. He needs like someone to keep him Taj in. Yeah, he needs that. a good first lady or whatever. Right. Well, right? maybe Taj can do that. Like, Taj could possibly keep him. Taj it. kept him in line, and then, you know, Tara Reed's character, Gwen, kind of keeps him in line a little bit. Because love. And he, he, fall, he falls in love with her, and he gets hurt. He gets his heart broken because he thinks that she's... You ever get rejected, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Singing a little air supply. <laughs> I just... I just a, pop, a pop... A thought popped in my head. Uh, so... We've all got first ladies. I've got Sloane. You've got Blake Lively's character, mm-hmm. Jimmy. You've got <laughs> Tara Reid, which, I mean... Uh, and Chris has goop. And Chris has goop. <laughs> yeah, I had pepper so, pots. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, out of all of our first ladies, like, I, Sloane's indifferent to everything. She doesn't give a shit, right? And they actually never confirm if they're in a relationship in the movie or just, like, fucking around. No, I think they were... They were, yeah? Girlfriend, weren't they? Well, at least by the end of it. By the like end of it, yeah. he's going to school and she's still in high school, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So she's... who knows what happens after that? Very much. Um, but uh, Probably nothing, like right. it always does. I, and and Pepper Potts would forget she was even, you know, the first lady because she doesn't even remember what movie she's in. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... <laughs> don't do a show and talk about the movie, Gwyneth, if you can't remember. You, you know about that, Chris? No, from... I don't okay. know. She was on that chef show with... Uh... Farvo. You know Farvo. Pepper's going to turn to Hillary and she's just going to want the presidency instead. Yeah. <laughs> she is she is running this. He, he'll admit. He'll be the first to admit. She's yeah. the one that's running everything. Yeah. He's, he's Which gets face. gets so many more votes. Well, speaking of votes, I don't know where the fuck I put my pen, but... Um, you can take mine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, here. no. I need it back. Okay. You go first. Okay. All right. So, uh, for all the listeners, we've, we've realized that putting our answers on cell phones is a little tiny, so we brought these new whiteboards in that you'll obviously <clears> see the pictures that... Chris drew on them with his fantastic artistry. I didn't know you were like, like that's a pretty good sketch for just like, you didn't know. know he well, was gifted. I, so yeah. this, I, I really like uh, that you got these because I drew each character um, in our selection tonight. That's and awesome. And I've put the name over the character of who I decided would, would win. Oh, wow. I so wish my I... vote counts as triple because <laughs> <laughs> I put more effort. You got us there, man. <laughs> All right. Hang on here. Hang on here. Okay. Everybody ready? Oh, yeah. Yep. On the count of three, turn around your new whiteboards. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oops. What do we got? Wrote two. your own, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. So Jimmy takes it. Jimmy. Jimmy. This, this, is, uh, this is your official first one. This, Mike says there's other ones, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just see that pen I'm back. just doing Mark. what Bartleby would do and giving you an award just for showing up. <laughs> you're giving me the chance to do something better with myself. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Recorded. I was I was hoping Mark would what, break what into I, the month with it. What I liked with yours is how you said in the end that even though you had all these kind of radical ideas... It does work out in the movie, so I kind of took that. He's two thousand six Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there Bernie you go. Sanders was alive. And like yeah. you, and like you said, it it does work out in the movie, so why wouldn't it work out in real life? I kind of like that. No right. So I'm, I'm gonna take Canada's kind of like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Make Canada shit again. That should be. Your what was your What was your <laughs> campaign? Uh, let Canada go to shit. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I really do. your guy was the most self-sacrificing of them all. Right. And and had the grassroots feel to him where, I mean, I, I, I thought about what good qualities mm-hmm. would come, but mm-hmm. I didn't think about how Ferris would be a man of the people. <laughs> he's propped up by the people, but he's definitely not of the people. So well done, Bernie. And Justin Long's pretty 
Good right? shit. I'd vote for Justin Long for. We made him a movie star. Yeah. I don't know where he is now. I like. Uh, doing a podcast. He's an F is for family. Yeah, and you're yeah, right. That too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's doing a new podcast. His new podcast is great. Actually, life is short with Justin Long. Yeah, him and his brother. <laughs> yeah. Just amp up Justin Long. They do really, <laughs> really great sponsor dodge clips. Like they just <laughs> yeah. They they don't even give a shit halfway through the the sponsor role and they just fall right off and talk about their childhood and how it. Well, like the sponsor's got to know about that too. Yeah, it's like part of it, right? It's totally. He's got some great interviews on it. He does. Yeah, he had. Um, um, oh, her name eludes me right now. Le- Leah Thompson. Oh, cool. And just like fanboyed about Back to the Future for <laughs> well, the whole. Well, yeah. And she was really <laughs> good a, about it. Like she. There's a. I think it's a Nicole Byer joke where she says the the, f- the future we live in now is fucked. It's like if Marty McFly went back and had sex with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that feels like right now. Um, I uh, it's just some of the I. The reason this kind of popped in my head was we started watching Idiocracy when we were away. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I, I I had seen bits and pieces of it when it first came out because. I my 2020 resolution for movies is to watch more comedy oh, good. to be less serious and watch more fun silly things and so we watched that while we were away and then st- stopped it halfway through and finished it fuck is that movie it's a good time. I need to watch Idiocracy it, it's a good time it's, 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 it's on my time. like Terry Crews is the president and he's like a former pro wrestler I, oh, I, I want to rewatch it because the movie's dumb as fuck but that's the point of it right yeah that's the whole um thing. everyone's an idiot but it, the humor is so lowball it's like should i it's, laugh at this yeah. like it's it's a lot of kicking <laughs> should the, i laugh at the crippling society well because the whole the whole thing is like they watch the ow my balls show where everyone yes. just gets kicked in the balls that's the whole show everyone watches it and they show a bunch of it and you're like well kind of funny but <laughs> yeah, i don't like want to i don't want to start laughing at this because now i'm the problem as well <laughs> and like but i feel like that's uh and uh, uh, take on society where society's gone yeah well and he gets he gets kind of elected as the president because he can figure out shapes like he put <laughs> yeah, like he, he put like the circle shape in the circle hole wow. and then they're like oh wow he, you like, were the fastest <laughs> yeah. he, like, teaches them how to water their plants and shit right? <laughs> yeah just they were just doing water. it with gatorade <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna have to check this it's, out at some it's point it's worth a watch i think it is and then like the other ones that kind of inspired it like w you know the um, Josh Brolin. That's uh, the Idiocracy sequel. That's the <laughs> <laughs> no. That's that's the whole uh, biopic, the Oliver Stone biopic for on w. Him, for W, which he did a really good job as playing J- Bush. I haven't seen it. It's it, he he plays the 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 he's Oliver Stone, right? It's Oliver Stone. Yeah, he plays the younger badass troublemaker version. So you get to see how like. Bush basically just like got helped along his entire life. Like that's the angle that it's from. <laughs> just failing uh, upwards. And then did anybody else see Vice here? Has no. I haven't Vice watched yet? it yet. Yeah. No, but I want to. Adam McKay nails Christian Bale. Obviously, isn't nails Adam it. McKay the guy that does a lot of Will Ferrell movies? Yeah. Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, Nights. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Maybe I should check that out. Then. He even did Anchorman. We- okay. I think. Wasn't there I another think gonna... campaign sort of movie that was the campaign? Recent? The camp. The campaign. <laughs> the campaign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> of course. It was about the, what was it called? The bus that couldn't slow down. <clears throat> was it the one was that Galifianakis and Tim yeah, Robbins? Yeah, yeah. That was what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's a lot, like, I when I looked into researching this, like, when I hit political movies, then there's, like, political thrillers and political comedies and yeah. then, you know, political satire. Do you remember satire. Bullworth? I yes. brought it up. Is right? I did bring one? it up. Was that the one with Ray Romano? I, you know what? I didn't even. I should have went back. I just know it was like this really loudmouth character who was very outspoken, and then they yeah. tried to twist his outspoken nature into 
he really tried to be for everybody. Like I remember there's a scene like Halle Berry's in it. Yeah. Uh, Warren Beatty is the I think the senator running for a position. I always I, remember he, the cover because it's like the guy coming out of the mouth. Yes, yeah. and I remember <laughs> I think the song "Ghetto Superstar" from yeah. Praz was the big hit Ghetto from that. Superstar. But like, there's always this running theme with like even it being a serious one or, or a comedic performance or, or anything, and, and it's always about a bumbling idiot finding their way into. A position okay. of power. I feel like it's so, really so, so, the story of politics. So the, yeah. The, the, a financially ruined senator, now delusioned with politics, the forlorn statesman orders a contract killing. The target, himself. So his family can collect a fortune with his insurance policy. So, Do you see what I mean? There you go. You know, like, th- there's always that underlying thread of, like, these guys are, the, you know, they are what they are in their position, but outside of that, they're, they, they, they can't hey, get their way out of the white paper bag. Sean Aston. Politics are one of the most ridiculous professions. I don't know. Like you look at the people that rise to our political elite and most of them come from privileged backgrounds. Yeah. But they want to say that they're for the common man. It's like you, <laughs> like you didn't grow up in the city. Like you, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Right. Like look at Trudeau. Like he, he his dad was the leader of the country. Right. Like, like he's not the common man. <laughs> no, there's nothing common and there's nothing common about Harper when he was in and there was nothing common about uh Gretchen. Like as as much as they they go on the road and they shake hands with you. Like I was in a restaurant and John Gretchen came in and I mean growing up finding out later that the reason he was in the restaurant was it was planned because we were there yeah. for an event so that he wanted to show cuz it was for a group of uh grocers. My dad was my dad owned a food fair so he was there for a conference. He was only there to talk to grocers about making sure that, yeah. you know, prices don't go up and all that shit. But like he walked in and it was just this big presence. This, this, the prime minister's there. But it's like, you don't fucking know me. <laughs> you're not you're not paying rent. Right. You're not paying bills like everything's in a trust. You're taken care of for the rest of your life. Once you're out, you're you're still royalty. Well, like there's even Bernie Sanders. Right. Bernie's not. They're all rich. He's, he's not some poor dude. That's yeah. Like, like the the irresistible that we watched, right? He's not some dude on a farm. Like no. he'd like you to think he is, but the only thing interesting about him though is that he has run on the same morals and values his in, whole in life. his whole life. So when he gets in, it's going to be if if, if he, he gets, gets in, in. Yeah. Yeah. if he gets in. I shouldn't say when. We were all saying when Hillary gets elected. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here we are. Um, <laughs> but when people like that, live, like, you kind of got to wonder: is he for real? You know, like with I want to see what he can do. I, honestly, I do. Even for, for a term for that, cause anybody's better than what they got right now. Like wiping student debt sounds kind of nice. Yeah, you <laughs> it know, doesn't affect me in any way. But and boy. making colleges practically ooh, ooh, free sounds yeah. really nice. <laughs> one one thing I always think with Bernie though is that uh, hear me out because uh, I'm not much of a politics guy. So, but hear me out with Bernie and his fan base, and that's what they are as a fan base, uh, not voters. Um, to me, it's. The same extreme, but the opposite of Trump and his fan base, where it's like, we're going to do this, and I'm going to shut down the pipelines, and I feel like he's going to get in, if he gets in, and it's going to be like where Trump was like, oh, who knew that health coverage was so hard? I, it's going to be, yeah. hey, who knows that shutting down a key pipeline was so hard? Yeah, yeah. So you're there's thousands the things, of do- jobs that I you're going to you cut. Mean. You're saying the things that he wants to do are going to take years. They're going to take years. They're not going to be quick. Yeah. If And that's if... If the House is just split Republicans, Democrats, they might vote against it. And that's yeah. that's the problem. Like, it's, I like Bernie's his initiatives and what he really wants to do. But I, I think there's going to be a big setback. You, oh, what do you I mean? We can't all younger. we can't all have free health care and yeah. student debt is just wiped. 
right? Like that'd be great, but it's not just a just here. I got to sign something. No, it's not how it's gonna work. And I was actually banned from the <laughs> from the Sanders for President subreddit because all I asked was, hey, just in case uh, Bernie's not uh, the Democrat candidate, who would who would you guys vote for? Right. And before that post was removed for instigating trolling or something. Um, <laughs> Some uh, people, right. some people are like every other candidate is such shit. I'd probably just vote for Trump. Well, no, and I was like, the, that's the problem. I was like, what? Wow. And and, and then the then it was side. then it was very then it was eventually removed because it seemed like I was inciting. I was I was honestly just curious who they would go for. Would that's they go to the Biden? Democrats keep would they losing. go to yeah? Would they go to Biden? Would they go to Yang? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's all I want to say about that. Just for general knowledge, guys. Can yeah. I like no? Yeah, get the I fuck was out just of because interesting because you want to know what other people think if it's not going to be Bernie. Yeah, and uh, and the Sanders for President subreddit comes up on our all a lot because Sanders has said popular, something or he's yeah. doing something, so it gets lots of upvotes and yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, let's engage a little bit. Nope. <laughs> don't. You spoke out of the hive mind. Get out. And that's where I was like, this is a problem. You guys don't see this as a problem, and it is. Well, that's why they lose, because they refuse to endorse someone else when really they have the same practical values. You just, uh, it's it's so fucking ridiculous. It's so. But the fact that they would actually. Yeah. The Democrats tr- need to get their shit together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. They, they need to stop fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway. This has been a fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is exactly what I wanted to happen because if we all walked into a room, I mean, we're, we're all pretty much like we're not a hive mind, but like Chris says, but we, I mean, we look I, like one. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine putting all four of this together. I think how you guys feel. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I it, taste what you think. It's mm. an. <laughs> I shit what you taste. <laughs> I feel what you taste. <laughs> Comes full circle. And I feel nothing all the time. That, 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 that actually, speaking of which, the idea of synesthesia, where you like can see music and you taste sounds, yeah. that amazises me. Anyways, go on. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty cool thing. There's people that do that. They're like, mm. I can taste this music. Next That's debate, like, which movie soundtrack <laughs> do you want to eat? <laughs> That could be a good surreal one, honestly. Delicious yeah, you got to describe it as a food kind of. <laughs> oh, we'll that would do be recreational so. acid and yeah. we'll figure this out. Uh, I think you just as opposed upon to <laughs> if this movie was a as, what this what would this movie be as a meal? Uh, I call a Reservoir Dogs soundtrack because it starts off with uh, with a little green bag or little lime or whatever. So you, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You've got you've got food right off the um, but if it like not to get too like deep and shit, but like the reason Sorry. Anthony Bourdain did his show was he used food as as the as the vessel to have conversation, right? Yes. And and everybody loves food, and food makes everybody like happy. Like hot ones. Like hot ones, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's if there if there is some Very sort true. of medium that everybody can agree on, then you can start talking about things that you disagree on. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves food. Everybody loves movies. Everybody loves music in some way, shape, or form. So if you can have a conversation about something that is a little biting outside of the realm of, use something that everybody agrees on to then get towards it. Right? Yeah. Or you get so them to the table with the food. And exactly. Then... And then you hit them with the, so what, yeah. what side of the aisle are you on or where do you stand on this stance or something like that. So I'm not going to say that this is where that was inspired from, but I can now see it. Yes. End of the train here. Uh, so, uh, Fuck yes, great episode. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, making your way over this afternoon. Yeehaw. Uh, for everybody who's new to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter, 
and on Instagram at the Real Debaters. That's R E E L instead of R E A L because we're cheeky like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to send us an email about this episode, any previous episode, or an idea for a new episode, or you're just lonely and you want to talk, don't <laughs> don't do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Find someone else. You'll just get emails from me. <laughs> oh, I'm. You know what? I'm always available if somebody there just wants go. to talk. <laughs> there it is. It's Bell. It's oh, Bell, 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 Bell Stockley, let's right? talk. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. If you if you, yeah. if you gotta, if you're feeling down, give me a ring. <laughs> Text Mark. Uh, but you can email us because nobody's phone numbers are going out on this show. No. Uh, at therealdebaters at gmail dot com. Again, that's R E E L. Uh, Chris and Jimmy, you guys got shows coming up at all? Uh, yeah, I'm on a show next uh, Saturday, February eighth, down at Wee Johnny's. Uh, come on down, sweet Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I'm doing something at the daughter on February 13th, Topical Storm, all topical jokes. Come check that out. Sweet. Is there like a, do you guys know what the topic is before? Or do you pick your oh, own topic? Oh, it's, um, topical is just like anything recent. Oh, okay. All right. So I, like uh, contemporary. Yeah. Oh. Huh. That'll cool. be fun. Come check that out. Awesome. Uh. Contemporarious. <laughs> <laughs> Should we end on that? <laughs> per- I want to walk out of the room now. Right. I've been Michael Petro. I want to get as far away from Mark Cowell as possible. <laughs> and Chris. And we're gone. <laughs> and Chris. Yes. <laughs>